Okay, double checking again. <laughs> oh, yay, there it is. <laughs> okay, are we up? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just ate like a huge bubble of tea. <laughs> <laughs> like, perfect. <laughs> just to make it as weird as possible. <laughs> yeah. I think yep. I made a stupid face, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally was pointing this up in the eye. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what we're here for. <laughs> we are live. I'm going to retweet it. Fantastic. I feel like every single one of our videos is going to end up, is going to begin with like something asking whether or not we're streaming. <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, that's, yep, that's, mm-hmm, yep, that's Twitch. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, I don't see us Hello. on YouTube quite yet. That's all right. It'll all catch right. up. All right, cool. <laughs> okay, well, hi, everybody. Welcome to Nature Check, or welcome back to Nature Check. Uh, this is the show where you come for the game and stay for the science. Um, first, we'll do some introductions. Um, my name's Cheryl, and I am now a PhD student um, studying ecology. I'll actually be starting my PhD in the fall. Um, I focus on restoration ecology, and I love dung beetles. Um, When I'm not doing my research or otherwise being a scientist, uh, I make science communication and education videos on The Roving Naturalist on YouTube. Um, I'm going to be the GM or the dungeon master or whatever you want to call me for this game, Um, but Joe is actually the one who first uh, sort of initiated this idea of this game on Twitter, so I'm going to let him introduce himself next. Hi, I'm Joe. Um, I uh, am a... uh plant ecologist and an entom- uh, 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 insect physiologist. Um, I, uh, I'm at the University of Wyoming studying weed science, essentially like why weed damage is a thing in crops, because um, that's apparently something that's not very well understood, like at all. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's who I am and what I'm about. Alrighty, uh, I'm just going to go in order of how y'all are laid out on my screen. Um, so, Nancy, tell us about yourself next. I'm always next, and I'm never prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Nancy, and I'm unprepared. <laughs> um, so, I'm an entomologist, which means that I study bugs, and I live in Quito, Ecuador, where I run my own business focused on tourism. So, I do personalized tours in Ecuador, focused on insects, ecology, and culture. Yeah, I have. I usually stream on Periscope on Fridays and Mondays. Usually, and <laughs> yeah, I think that's about it. Okay. Um. How about Peter? Uh. So my name is Peter Coffey. I am an agriculture extension agent in Maryland. Uh. So I'm an entomologist by by background, but my job is to teach farmers about. Uh, pest management, um, and, uh, well, really all aspects of farming. Okay. Um, and then Rebecca? Hi, I'm Rebecca Schmidt. Uh, I work for the USDA ARS user my own and not my employer because I work for the federal government. Uh, there I am a lead scientist or SY and my area of assignment is tree fruit biocontrol. And right now we're doing fun stuff in my lab with little tiny predatory mites that are super cute and eat pest mites and pollen. A little teeny tiny parasitoid wasp that attacks parasilla and looks really ugly when it's a baby. And we're thinking about starting on earwigs, which I think are always cute and adorable. 
<laughs> and they're very good mommies too, aren't they? Yeah, they're yeah. really young, super cute. Mm-hmm. They're good mommies and they're good at biocontrol as long as the uh, crop isn't squishy. They will mm. eat the crop if it's squishy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Ryan. Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm an entomologist uh, and I am uh, the Associate Director of Integrated Pest Management at a conservatory and botanical garden in Pittsburgh. Uh, So I handle all the entomology, pest management, butterfly, honeybee, pollinator, garden, garden design, uh, public question, everything uh, for our uh, nonprofit. Awesome. Alrighty. Um, Joe, could you check and make sure it looks like we might not be live on YouTube? But I can't be certain. <laughs> oh, why is YouTube so bad? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> YouTube's good worst. at live streaming if you're only live streaming on YouTube. But, like, I don't know what's going on. Mur, mur, mur. Oh, I'm going to pretty warn everybody, because my dog is cone of shamed, I'm letting him in here so I can keep an eye on him. Um, but also, if the door's open, the cats can come in. And occasionally... <laughs> Our older male cat decides that he he needs to pummel the dog. So if you hear noises that sound like that, that's what that is. Cool. <laughs> yep. I do not see us on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, um, well, I mean, mer- mer. I mean, <laughs> we can YouTube anymore. <laughs> we can we can add it later, can't we? Yeah, we'll add it later. Okay. Um, that's okay. I mean, we're still on two other platforms. It's fine. People yeah. find us. Well, uh, live streaming is full of all kinds of really exciting technological things, um, and this is only this is only time number two of us doing this live, so we're working on it. But yeah. if streaming is the real adventure, it, it really mm-hmm. is. Um, and all the technical issues are my fault. We established they are. Uh, when <laughs> they we are. started streaming, so everyone well, should just know that. Well, my Peter job is to my job beginning. is to click the button that gets us online. So afterwards, I should probably go through and check to make sure that. <laughs> Everything is still up to date on the restream thing. Um, That's okay. Um, but if you are out there watching us, thank you for being here. Um, let's see, back onto the announcements. Yeah, if you are watching us live on Twitch or if it does show up on YouTube, thank you for being here. Um, we really hope what you're going to enjoy this, or we really hope you'll enjoy what we're going to see this evening. And if you have any questions um, for the cast, or like about what we're doing, please tag the mod on uh, Twitch that's gonna be Hypertesser Act or Hypertesser Active in the chat. Um, So please tag him and he'll pass the questions along to us. Um, Another bit of housekeeping is the socials. Uh, You can find Nature Check on Twitter, um, but it's at Check Nature because somebody else has at Nature Check, even though they've literally never tweeted from there. So whatever. Um, Yeah, you can uh, follow us at Check Nature on Twitter. Um, You can also um, please follow and or subscribe to us here on Twitch and subscribe to us on YouTube. All of those follows and subscriptions really help us grow the channel. Um, every game session video will be uploaded and archived on the YouTube channel. And the YouTube channel is also where you'll be able to find our after show recaps or our nature chats. Um, so we will hopefully be live streaming the game itself, um, the first and third Saturdays of every month, but on the Saturdays in between those times, we'll release the nature chats, which will be, uh, interviews with cast members or our guest scientists. And they'll recap the game that we played the free, the previous episode and also, um, talk about the scientists behind the game. 
Um, you can also access our game in podcast form if you prefer to listen rather than watch. Um, the podcast for Nature Check D&D is on Podbean, Google Play, iTunes and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So, yeah, we're everywhere. <laughs> on all the things. <laughs> um, uh, I have one other thing I'd like to shout out. Um, a friend of mine and a fellow science communicator lost uh, both his grandmother and mom to Alzheimer's within the last month. Oh. Um, both, yeah, uh, his mom was only 58. Um, both of those special ladies and my friend um, are all makers. And so my friend is asking people to um, make something, uh, any kind of maker make will do, um, and post it on social media with the, hash, the hashtag uh, create for the cure. And also um, donate to the Alzheimer's Association if you're able, or just simply spread the word so that more people become aware of Alzheimer's disease. So that's my, my little plug for my friend. Um, does anybody else have a project or anything they'd like to plug? As always, check out Ask an Entomologist on Twitter, Facebook, and uh, askentomologist.com. Um, we're starting to get uh, caught up on questions, so hopefully we'll start producing new content again. I'm announcing that here because I need to motivate myself and you know, get to the point where, yeah. So, PhD programs, a lot of work. Hooray! Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Anybody else have anything good? I know uh, Peter's been putting a lot of work into his uh, Instagram, especially the um, the descriptions below his cool insect photos. So you can. <laughs> um, I follow you on Instagram, Peter. What are you doing? Oh no! <laughs> oh, oh, I'm I am wounded. Do you even follow me on Instagram? I'm pretty sure I do. I don't follow either of you on Instagram because I don't have an Instagram. <laughs> Well, oh, I, I unintentionally started a social media beef, um, but that does bring up a good point. If you want oh, to, I need to follow you back. <laughs> <laughs> harsh, harsh, harsh. I have followed you back. <laughs> Yay! Um, so yeah, if you want to follow all of these fabulous people on social media, I have their Twitter handles down in what we're calling the reference section down below Twitch. Um, so please go check that out, so you can. Uh, stalk them on Twitter and hopefully that'll lead you to things like their Instagrams and stuff where a lot of us post bug pictures or other nature pictures. And you can see lots of prairie, prairie plants post. on my Instagram. That too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nothing else? Then let's get started. <clears throat> Civilizations grew, flourished, and fell on the continents of Lacedes for hundreds of years. But in the year 885, everything changed. Where once the gods of the Pantheon held sway over various continents and made their presence known in frequent and tangible ways to mortals, now a dread silence and emptiness reigned. Civilizations fell into internal turmoil and tensions mounted between empires. The faiths of nations were shaken and new versions of old religions began to sprout. Spells once commonplace and relied upon, those that required the gods' particular attentions, no longer functioned. Access to and contact with all of the other planes disappeared or seemed locked. 
The continent of Arda, still colloquially known as the God's Garden, was once the sacred and protected realm of Obadhai and Alana. At the moment of the loss, the strong protective spells surrounding the continent fell, and the shores and interior became accessible to any who wished entry on whatever business. In 952, a ship from the Tenibrian Navy took shelter in the large river mouth at the southeastern corner of Arda, and the sailors erected a small fort for protection. Over the years, the fort grew into a town, and the town grew into a small city. While Tenibria officially holds no claim over Arda, no outside nation has yet claimed dominion over the continent, New Seychester is, for all intents and purposes, a Tenibrian colony. Now it is mid-afternoon on Pelorum, the 21st day of Mistrun in the year 972. After disembarking from the respective ships that brought each of you to Arda, some of you went on individual adventures through the town, but eventually you all found yourselves in the Marked Bird Tavern. Not long after you had all entered the bar, two men attacked the owner, Leon Feist, because the fish dinner they had been served was abysmal. As a group, you fought off the brigands and protected Leon, then were engaged in conversation by Casper Reed, the head cartographer for the Royal Academy of Explorers from Tenibria. As the curtain rises on the action again today, you're all sitting around a table in conversation with Casper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I think, I guess, if, if we're all in agreement, uh, we'll be heading out uh, uh, on Casper's mission as soon as we take care of this other thing uh, this uh, young Cedric here seems to be obsessed with. Oh, yes, that's uh, quite that, that, that's quite satisfactory. Um, in the meantime, I will see what I can do about uh, securing the funds that the young lady requested um, so that you're able to outfit yourselves before your adventure. All right. All right. Um... Uh, so, are the rest of you uh, prepared to accompany me to the Darkside Brothel? Sure, let's go check out the brothel. <laughs> Fine. I <laughs> roll. <laughs> sure, sure. Let's get this over with. Sure, sure. Okay. Um, so... Um, what is happening? Well, then, uh, Cedric, lead the way. You seem to be the one most familiar with brothels here. <laughs> uh, a dwarf has an intuitive grasp of direction. I will have no problem relocating it. I am certain it is this way. Okay. Lead um, the way out of the tavern. <laughs> okay, so you lead the way um, out of the tavern, out back, out through the door, um, and down the street back um, in the direction. You did sort of walk all over the place in this brand new town, so how about giving me a... Um, let's go with survival, because that's fun. A survival check to see if you can remember what direction... Oh, the no. <laughs> Why is it called a survival check? If he can't remember how to get back to the place, does he die? Um, normally, survival is used when you're, like, finding your way through the woods, but this is basically an equivalent problem because it's a brand new city. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was, like, used during battle or something. Oh, no. <laughs> He's like, this way! <laughs> this way! And I got an eight. You got an eight? Okay. Um, so you make it out of the tavern, and you're standing in the market, and you're like... <laughs> uh, 
Wait. Um, did I, uh, does, does one of you know how to get back to the docks from here? Oh, God. I, I was in the back of the line. I just spin straight around and put my head back through the door. And I'm like, Casper, do you know where the brothel is? <laughs> um, um, uh, he seems rather flustered by the, both the directness of the question and the question itself. Um, uh, well, uh, I think there's, a, uh, there's at least one brothel in the town, I think. Um, it's in the entertainment district by uh, where the building for the Royal Academy is being built. Uh, did you... Uh, <laughs> did you uh hmm that, that, that should be enough thank you wait but i i know where the dots are i i live here right <laughs> yes you uh, live here. <laughs> young miss k uh are you familiar with the uh, establishment that i i mentioned earlier uh, I don't know that one specifically, but you said it's by the docks. I could probably get you to the docks. Um, Excellent. So, Kay, you, um, you, you do know that the docks basically follow the perimeter of the, you know, the little bay that New Seychester is built on. They mostly, you know, basically the entire perimeter of this bay. So basically one whole side of the town is the docks. Um, but yeah, as far as where brothels are in the town, that's not um, that's not a, a, a sort of establishment that has been customers of your parents' store. So you have, and, and maybe intentionally so, they have never sent you on an errand to a place like that. Um. <laughs> that's good parenting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I could get you to the docks, but I can't do more than that. But then that maybe to the docks, you might be able to figure it out from there. Certainly. Uh, the guy inside said something about the entertainment district. No, I haven't been to the entertainment district yet. So Although this town has so this town has a lot of brothels. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a new town. It was a naval port. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> stranger that just showed up like literally ten minutes ago and is already insulting the place that I live. Thanks. <laughs> All I did was point out a fact. There's no insult implied. I'm insulted. People have to make their living somehow. Okay, uh, Kay, are you going to lead them back to the docks? Yes, I'm going to trudge to the docks. Okay, so it's actually not that far away because the marked bird is very close to the edge of the market district. You walk past back the... Or, walk back past um, the white sale and a few other shops and there you are at the docks and um, the market district sort of um, is straight through the docks from like, you know, if you think about the bay as like a U, the, the market district is like at the bottom of the U, um, except that it's sideways because <laughs> the U goes like this. Um, but yeah, so the market district is right here at like the base of the U. Um, so you walk out and you can see the whole bay before you and the docks sort of looping off to I, uh, to either side. I present you the docks. I found them. There's lots of ships, seagulls, waves crashing, etc. Do I recognize any particular building? Um, make... <laughs> Can do better this time. Um, yeah, let, let, make another survival check for me. 
That's a 15. Okay, yeah. Um, so you do remember that you were, um, your ship uh, docked at like the end of the docks on what's going to be like if you go to the left and okay. walk all the way to the end, you'll be back at your ship or where your ship was docked. This way. Oh boy, we're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> or just wander around in circles for forever, which to me might be worse than death. I don't know, we'll probably die of dehydration eventually. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so uh, as you guys are sort of um, making your way through the crowd on the docks, uh, Kay, you feel a tug on your sleeve, and uh, you turn, and Azzy's standing there. Oh, hey, how are you? Um, are the rest of you guys stopping when you hear that, or are you just going to keep on walking? Yeah, I'll stop. Okay. Um, so as you stop and turn um, to see who Kay is talking to. Like our cool little handshake thing of that we course. have. Yeah. yeah. We have um, it's super cute. It yeah. we, we have a cute one and it's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you see a sort of um, medium height young man uh, with chestnut hair that he wears um, rather long and kind of, you know, frowzled, but in a, you know, an attractive, messy kind of way. Um, and uh, he's got dark gray eyes and, and sort of a, a pointed face, but it's got a pleasant enough smile on it. Um, he's very thin, um, wearing this long leather coat that seems to have many pockets on it. Um, yeah. Uh, what is um, the perception bonus for each of the four of you who doesn't already know him? You don't have to roll, just tell me what your perception is. Uh, oh, there we go. I was like, I'm real good at finding things. <laughs> yeah, not, not search, perception. Goose egg. Goose egg, okay. Zero for Artemis. Uh, two. Two for Fletcher. Perception's not a skill. Oh, yeah. It, it is a skill. Oh, uh, oh um, four. Four for Cedric. Okay, so I see knowledge, open lock, and then perform. Um, perception is one that you wrote in at the bottom, probably. Oh. I uh, crossed listen out on mine and wrote perception. Three. Okay. Um, so, Cedric, you see the coat kind of, like, move, even while the young man's standing still, but that's the only, like, sort of odd thing you notice. Um, yeah, so there's Azzy in front of you, Kay, and he says, Kay, what are, what are you guys doing? Or... Hi. Um. What What are you doing? This This kid, the short one. Uh-huh. Apparently, there's like a brothel, and apparently, there's some like woman inside being held against his her. I don't know, whatever. And Mister Goody Two Shoes over here has dragged us all here so we can rescue her, like a princess. He sort of gets this like clouded look on his face, and he's like, "You're going to rescue someone from a brothel? I'm my." <laughs> Wait, you can certainly but... use another strong arm in battle. Uh, I Did think you he's... say battle? I think he's well, just a kid, Cedric. Maybe we could handle this ourselves. And suddenly Lucanus realizes that maybe this land isn't full of you know, trained killers like he had thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, did, did you say battle? Perhaps. You see why I want to watch? It's at least going to be entertaining. Uh, yeah. 
And he sort of like like pulls your sleeve and like pulls you in a little closer and he's like, Kay, is it the brothel in the slums? Is that where he's taking you? I have no idea. He said the brothel near the docks. So maybe? Yeah. Um I would not um if he's planning on trying to like fight his way in there, I I wouldn't be near there if I were you when that happens. Do you know which brothel he might be talking about? Then maybe like yeah, show him the entrance and then watch from so a distance. Are any of us overhearing this conversation? Um, make a perception check. I mean, he he like pulled her in and he's kind of whispering to her. So like, I mean, obviously you see that. Okay, so, so perception check roll. <laughs> Uh, I got an 18. Okay, yeah, Lucanus, you're able to overhear him. Um, your ears are pretty sensitive, so, yeah. It's 15. I got 15. a 21. Oh, yeah, Cedric, you also hear. Um, Artemis, you can, like, you can definitely hear that they're talking, but it's not quite clear enough for you to, like, make out what he's saying. So, Lucanus turns to Cedric. What kind of, um, what kind of reconnaissance have you done on this place, Cedric? I've been inside and I only saw one human man who did appear to be moderately tough, but I think we can take him, the two of us. Have you spoken? And, uh, with these guys as backup, I think we'll be just fine. Have you asked around about this brothel? Do you know who their customer base is? Uh, no. Where? Who would I have asked around? I was arrived in town. Have like you spoken to any ago. guards? I did speak to a guard who was incredibly unhelpful. And suggested that this was not a problem that the guards cared about. I believe we live in a lawless okay. land now. And these so, humans feed each other like livestock. So it is our duty. So as... you don't you don't know who this brothel owner is. You don't know if any of the guards are going there. Um you don't know how well you know, you don't know if there's any internal guards, you don't know what sort of connections this guy has. I know that a woman is being held against her will, and I cannot stand by and let that happen. Okay, so Cedric, are you are you familiar with the concept of a mercenary? Uh, yes, of course. So, what you do and what I do is actually pretty similar. You bring the word of God to new regions. I bring death. That is my job. That is what I am trained to do. <laughs> So, <laughs> like, see? He's, He's just like that shit you're gonna see all month. His mouth is like falling open. <laughs> 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 and, I, and I have offered to these people. So brothels tend to be very well can, can connected. You quickly catch his Ivy up while this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> brothels tend to be very well connected. A lot of powerful people tend to visit them, so the owners tend to be very well tend to know who is there and pay people to look the other way. So if we go in there and we try to fight our way in, chances are we're going to have a bunch of guards there. And given that we don't know who the customer base is, for all we know, Father Hammer could be bounded on down to Pound Town to do some nailing on the reg. Father Hammer. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's the most logic I've ever heard from a barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, like, t- 
hugs Azzy down and she like sits down and they like is she's like whispering she's like do you think maybe we could still kind of help but maybe like somehow sneak this loudest group on the planet in there I mean like I don't know a ton about it and I, um yeah I don't I don't know a ton about the place um so I don't really I don't know who he thinks is in trouble there but I mean I also uh it wouldn't necessarily surprise me. Um, but, yeah, I don't think that going in there, you know, with your swords out would... Uh, <laughs> excuse the pun. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It would be particularly hard to do that? Yes, yes, particularly hard. <laughs> I mean, he gets this, like, really slime kind of... <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, yeah. An initial an initial infiltration reconnaissance mission isn't isn't particularly difficult. Oh, can I roll a perception check on something from the last battle? Um, what did you want to know about? I want to know if Lucanus um, noticed how many points in the bar that spells were coming from. Um. Yeah, you could. Yeah, I'll let you retro- retroactively roll that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got a ten plus three um, perception. If that. Okay, helps. so a thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you definitely saw multiple spells be cast in very quick succession. So your suspicion would be that more than one person in this in this group that you're in right now yeah. is probably casting a spell. And yeah. so given my bat given my character's background living amongst a magical people, what would he notice about the sorts of spells that were cast? Um well you definitely saw Cedric um perform some healing. So you know that Cedric um possesses divine magic because he's able to heal. Um, not that that should be a surprise considering how often he talks about his God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the other spells that you saw cast like the, um, the acid splash and the ray of cold and the magic missiles. Those are all things that um, those are all fairly um, common um, arcane spells, which you also would have seen quite a bit of um, in your home area so yeah you you can tell that there were probably multiple wielders of arcane magic in the room okay all right that's all i need to know so you have a question for cedric oh uh, all right yes young lady when you went in there and you met this very large man i'm assuming he would like recognize you Right. Certainly, I have a very memorable face. Yeah, yeah. That's his face is what's memorable, not the <laughs> fact that he is an obnoxious, obnoxious <laughs> person who I'm gonna guess badgered the shit out of this guy. Yeah, probably. So yeah. your plan is just to like, like, did he beat you up, or did he just scare you so you ran away? Uh, neither. I strategically retreated to come get reinforcements, <laughs> of which you seem to be pretty weak uh, choices. But unfortunately, I, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel here. None of my brethren would join me in battle, and the guards here seem to be kind of dribble that you scrape out of the bottom of the slag book. So you're going to insult Lucanus. my town, and then you want, you want our help? Is that what's happening right now? I want help. 
I'm, Lucanus, I'm stuck with yours. Lucanus casts a hard stare at Cedric. Are you currently covered in blood, Cedric? Uh, yeah, yours. <laughs> it's not mine. Because I killed you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I am still covered in blood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also oh, that's, yeah. No. that's a good point. I hope you still have, um, keep your, you have track of how many hit points you're actually currently at everyone yes, from I, last time. I currently have, I currently have five hit points, which is oh. kind of why, or sorry, oh. no, I lost five hit points. I right. have 10. Okay. And that's kind of why my character is a little bit pissed off that Cedric didn't actually do any meaningful reconnaissance. And well, what, what are you proposing? Well, um, well I've, I've paid you all. I've paid you all well. I haven't taken any money yet. Uh, I've, <laughs> we've agreed. We've agreed to exchange currency. You, you gave us, you gave me a fine speech about being a mercenary, but so far, well, the value of my word sucks as much as my town apparently. So, <laughs> the reason, the reason why, the reason why I survived. <clears throat> back oh shit hold on let me give me like two <laughs> seconds to look up to look back up my long home. ass backstory back in, back in the place that i am from yeah insert name here <laughs> the reason why i survived the wars in Udeven is because i chose my battles and i knew what the hell i was doing and rushing into a place like this without knowing who you're dealing with or how they're armed um, that's, or ha even how the place is set up, that's a bad idea. So this is Fletcher, not... go in there and ask for some clients and see, and come back out well, and let us, let us know what you think. that's sort of what I was getting at, Kay. I think that we should do an infiltration to just sort of see what's going on, check out the layout of the building, meet the person. I happen to be a barbarian who, out of all of us, is probably the most likely to visit a brothel. Yeah, I don't know um, the wizardy you, type. You might want to wear a hat and hide those ears. At this point, as he's like, this seems like a lot of fun, but I have to get going. I thought I would just say hi and <laughs> <laughs> Yep, uh, I'll see you around. Yeah, you might be dragging my dead body out of a brothel, but I'll see you around. Uh, okay, well, oh. I hope not. I'll, I'll see you around. Also, and he just not. like takes off down the, <laughs> down the top. He's like, nope, nope, yeah, nope, nope, nope. He just nopes right on out of there. And that, my friends, is what you call a Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lucanus, you make a good point. Reconnaissance is an excellent idea. Oh wow, he he understands logic. He listened. He, he was listened. persuaded. Wow. <laughs> All right, Lucanus. So you uh, gonna go in there and scope it out and let us know how it goes. He shrugs. All of you know, visiting your brothel as a client. All in a day's work. Yeah, don't sound overly excited about that. Uh, so yeah, are we traveling up there now, or? Well, we should keep Cedric not near it. Because if they see him with us, then the whole thing's just going to go to shit. Another <laughs> excellent point. I'm full of them. Yeah, I think Cedric role. I think Cedric's role comes in <laughs> later, depending on how, depending on how the building is set up, and that's 
kind of what I want to know just in case things get bad. This is definitely a job for stealth, and we need to at least meet the person we're rescuing to really understand yeah, who Cedric, we're dealing with is, on both ends. What did that girl look like? So that way, Lucanus can go in and then request her specifically. <laughs> Uh, uh, I recall uh, she was a human woman uh, with long red hair. Did you get a name? No, I did not. What was she wearing? A uh, dress of some sort. Wow, <laughs> just, oh, just like a man. A dress of some sort. That gave so many details about the dress. It had pockets. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yes, she was clothed. With an empire waist. <laughs> In a chartreuse. God, I just want to meet a character right now where one of us is like, I just want to meet a character right now where like one of us is like, hey, nice dress. And then she's like, yes, it has pockets. <laughs> hey, everything in the Middle Ages had to have pockets. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, uh, do I remember anything else about her other than she had red hair? That's the only thing that Peter remembers. So oh, <laughs> make an intelligence check. <laughs> oh, that's a 16. A 16. Yeah, she that has is... long, long red hair. Very pale skin, and the dress, the dress, the dress was dark green, like dark green velvet. Okay. It was. I, I, I apologize. It was not a chartreuse. It was a forest green. All right. <clears throat> so. All right. You go in there and you request her and do whatever, I guess, and come out and let us know All how right. it goes. Well, this is going to depend on money. I don't, uh, as I said earlier, I don't have a whole lot of money, so I well, can how create... Much is a, how much is a prostitute? <laughs> okay, so this is where we get into another part of my character's backstory that I was hoping to gradually reveal. Uh, you don't um, have to tell us, you could just say how much it is. Cheryl, <laughs> can I make... Well, no, I'm speaking now as Joe and not the character, so... <laughs> Um, this is a question I did not expect so soon. Uh, Cheryl, can I make a, a, a knowledge check to see if Lucanus would know? Um, uh, yeah, um, would like, Kay know? Would you have, like, I mean, you haven't really been to the brothels or, like, know anything about them, so. Okay, I wasn't no. sure if I just, like, overheard people talking to them. I mean, maybe, well, but um, yeah. yeah, Lucanus, do you have a like a knowledge local-ish? Although that's not a no. yeah. Well, um, I mean, not even knowledge local, just knowledge general. Um, how much? Just an intelligence check that works for like, you know, knowing things like that. Okay, so rolls intelligence check. <laughs> uh, oh, it's cocked. Um, twelve. Okay, um, so you're familiar with the idea that um. Uh, a lady of the evening would um, charge according to the amount of time that a customer wanted. Um, but that, like, it's usually, it's definitely more expensive than having a meal in a tavern. Okay. Which which would, you know, a meal in a tavern would be, you know, a few copper to a few silver. Um, whereas, like, you know, uh, some companionship might be a gold piece or more. 
Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> like I think a loaf of bread. I mean, I think a loaf of bread is like two copper or something like that. So you can see how it kind of scales up from there. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, Lucanus looks at him and says, "You know, maybe it's a gold piece or two. Um, Excellent. I open up my. I pull up my purse. I open it up. I pull out a gold piece and I hand it to you." Um, right. Hey, you know, townie. Um, <laughs> Kay would know that this isn't like the best section, right? Absolutely, yes. Like uh, the the direction that you seem to be headed is definitely the slums, and like I said, you don't you don't have customers there. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So Cedric, um, this is not the best section. You might not just want to like hold your money out and be like, "Hello, peasants, <laughs> rob me." An excellent point. An excellent point. And I like take it and I give you like a. Mm. And I like, I like put it in my like, my like around the neck tourist oh like, wallet bag. And my character looks up at the sky for a solid ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Lucanus just sort of rubs his thumb on his on his forehead and it's like, okay, so let's go find the brothel. And um, what are before that? What are we going to do with Cedric? <laughs> Lock him up. Throw him in a church. I don't care. Well, do we plan on acting on this reconnaissance immediately? I would say, based on my experience, <sighs> no. I would say that. Sorry, would be a I didn't bad hear idea. all of that. My VC decided to oh, just like sorry quit because it could. Um, so I'm not. I didn't hear that last part. Oh. Um, oh, I just said, do, do we plan to act on this reconnaissance immediately? Uh, because we. We can find out information and make more of a plan and perhaps come back tomorrow. Tomorrow? I, yeah. I agree. Um, there I are, just walked back into the conversation. I've been like writing in a, a journal, yeah. taking notes, kind of like facing away from everybody for a little while. Lucanus, Lucanus turns to Fletcher. Um, I agree. There's a number of things that I want to find out. One, I want to find out what this guy's personality is like. Two, I want to find out what his capabilities are, whether he's armed and armored. Three, I want to see if he has... Wait, a, wouldn't, wait, wouldn't Cedric know if he's armed or armored? Oh, shoot. Um, I, think, I can't hear Joe. Oh, no. Uh, oh, you can't hear Joe? Uh, some people so might weird. think that's Sorry, my thing. VC quit, and when I restarted it, now I just can't hear Joe. That's oh. so weird. I could just I could just repeat everything that he's saying. Well, <laughs> not do that. that. <laughs> great podcasting. I'd, yeah, I'd prefer you not do that. Um, hold on a sec. Um, I'm gonna try to leave and come back in again. I don't know what happened. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. All right. So everybody, make sure to follow Nature Check on Twitch and Twitter. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Our technical issues are half the entertainment. There he is. Okay. Sorry okay. about that. I don't know what happened. Um, yeah, my computer's being weird. Anyway, okay. back to what you were saying. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I want to see if he's armed or armored. I want to see what his guard force looks like, and I want to know about his local connections, just to make sure that <laughs> if we act on anything, we're not, you know, we're not going to have to fight half the guards in the town, because that is not something I want to do. I mean, Cedric saw the big owner dude, right? <clears throat> so, like, can you remember him in any more detail than you remembered the random human girl who happened to be wearing a dress? I remember that she had red hair. Perfect. And, and what do you remember about him? 
what do I remember about him? Mm, what do you? What does your intelligence check say you remember about him? Ooh. <laughs> mm, that sounds promising. That's a six. <laughs> <laughs> He was really tall and very cranky. Mm. <laughs> I remember he was uh, uh, very monstrously huge, so like average size for a human. Uh, <laughs> and aggressive. I do not believe he was wearing any armor, uh, but he could have had weapons stashed somewhere in the room. Presumably he did. Okay. So if we're On gonna... a side note, if we ever do this thing for Casper, Cedric is never our leader. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I believe that Casper had invited um, uh, Fletcher to be the leader. Yeah. Excellent. Of he his thing. Man. Yeah. yeah. All right. Probably well. A good idea. Yeah. All right. Well, I will. I will pose as the customer. You know, a standard, <coughs> a standard barbarian, um, and uh, uh, we'll just see where this goes. I can't wait to see Lucanus's standard barbarian impression. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, excellent. I will, um, I guess, wait in that alley over there. Are we I mean, at the yeah, brothel? It's... No, uh, it's it's that way, further down the dock. Uh, it looks like a slummy building. Just walk down there. Perhaps there will be another lady standing outside out front. You can't find it. Come back and get me, and I will move closer. Please tell me Cedric has that little nose thing that you just hold up with a little fucking mustache. And the captain, he's like, ah. I grabbed uh, Mark's stash. Yeah. I mean, we can all try and move closer, but the risk no. that I will be recognized increases as we approach it. All right. Do you want to head back to the, uh, uh, um, I keep calling it the Twitter bar. I can't remember. <laughs> the marked bird. Marked the marked bird. bird. I'm picturing and... Cedric, like, grabbing a crate and, like, walking under it. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Metazine or Solid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, my God. Well, if, Cedric, yeah. do you want to, do you want to head back to the marked <laughs> Can we please make this cat like part of like the cat rubbing on Cedric, just like a part of the game? Just a random cat comes up. This is my this is my familiar. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have any magical properties. It just occasionally makes me sneeze. <laughs> Your healing powers would fix that. You would think. Um. <laughs> All right. I cast so. remove allergy. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Cedric, uh, do you just want to head back to the marked bird? Because we are not planning on doing any sort of combat. We will just come back and report. I suppose that's acceptable. Wouldn't you rather I waited here in case you ran into some trouble and needed my assistance? You ran away last time. You I didn't run away. I strategically <laughs> retreated. Okay, so strategically um, retreated means that you did not fight. So how will you be useful? Well, now I have allies. <laughs> well, in, in this case, we don't want the, the brothel owner to see him with us and generate some sort of conflict. That's what I'm most concerned about. Lucanus, Lucanus, Lucanus checks his wound and sort of looks a little bit pissed off at the wound. <laughs> like, yeah, better that we don't all end up being recognized by the people who work there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, in that case, if I'm not going to be around... 
I will do whatever I can to aid you before you leave. Um, and so I'm going to, uh, uh, let's see. Um, uh, I'm going to cast Cure Minor Wounds on Lucanus. Okay. So heal him for one. How many more uh, zeroth level spells do you have for the day? I, I haven't used any of my uh, zeroth level. Cure minor wounds? You cast that twice on the guy. Oh, I thought, I, thought I used. Um, <laughs> I, I, have to, I have marked down that I used oh a. Oh, she's fine. Funk. I have just marked down that I used a, a first, my first level spell slot for that. Did I? Oh, did I use? Did I use. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're keeping track of it. Yeah. Um. So I know that you. Yeah, I know that you cast cure minor wounds, or so you gave him the the guy that you guys almost killed in the bar. I know you gave him two castings of one hit point each. Okay. Well, then yeah. I will burn my third cantrip slot <clears throat> to heal Lucanus for one. Cool. Um. And then I will also cast uh, protection from evil on mm. him. Mm-hmm. Okay. And How long is, does that what last? What does that do? Um, so, <laughs> sorry, I, I didn't have my spells pulled up. That's all right. Okay, so you have a, basically against evil creatures, uh, you have a plus two deflection bonus and a plus two resistance bonus on saves. Okay. For how long? Um, for... Oh shit! It's just for a minute. <laughs> run fast. You better run. All right. I guess I won't do that then. All right. Okay. Just the healing then. Okay. All right. So. And the rest of us, do we want to wait like further down the docks, or do we just want to go all the way back to the tavern? Well, I'm gonna head further down the docks, and I'll be roughly one building down around the side, just in case something happens. Yeah, Lucanus looks over at Artemis. I think that's a good idea. Um, I could use backup just in case things go wrong, but <clears throat> kind of not sure they will. But you know, let's let's just let's just keep some people in our in our corner. I'll go with Artemis. That way, it doesn't look weird that she's just hanging on the docks by herself. Now she's okay. with a partner. Okay, talk about stuff, I guess. <laughs> uh, okay, so what else happening? I, I've got. I don't have any spells left in me for the day, so I might uh, go even further away because <laughs> I don't think I can help you very much today. <laughs> you could escort dear Cedric back to the tavern. <laughs> that sounds like a splendid idea. I That's think you would appreciate your company to make sure that he stays in the tavern. I can do that. Come, a, you know, come along, little sir. We'll head back to the market. Cedric got a babysitter! <laughs> He's very resentful. <laughs> this is this is the most interesting choice of when to split the party I think I've ever seen. <laughs> All right. Like like three minutes ago we were thinking about barging in there with our weapons drawn, and now we're like. Eh. <laughs> well, the barbarians said so many logical things, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he really did. All right, so... And Ivy made it clear that I definitely didn't want to be in there, so, like, yeah. he's my best friend. So, I yeah. definitely don't want to be in there. So, okay. um... Uh, no, Lucanus, I, started, I, Lucan I started heading away with Cedric. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Uh, so Lucanus, Artemis, and uh, Kay set off to find the the brothel. Okay. And uh, and then I kind of I go like this to Kay, and we, I, like we go like this, and I say, yeah, let's stay, let's stay a few steps behind him and act like we don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're both um, you're both fairly adept. You two ladies are fairly adept at sort of blending into crowds, and there's certainly a lot of activity going on on the docks, yeah. so it's not difficult for you to stay. You know, definitely stay so that you're seeing him, um, but stay separate from him. Lucanus, Lucanus is not is very particularly good at... tall, right? He is. He's like tower over anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lucanus, you're over six feet tall, right? Uh, I I just have medium on my size. Um, well, yeah, no, I think for like the height that you described, I think you said your character. I mean, is over six so feet tall. it's even though my character tries to like hide his features like everybody notices anyways so (laughs) an elf as large as me like i am very very large for an elf so people will notice me yeah yeah you're he's definitely you'd be easy to see because you'd be like tall yeah and he's definitely taller than the two of you for sure yeah Yeah. Yeah. okay yeah so we walk over and uh, uh do we know where the brothel is at this point or are we just sort of um, he just said it looks slummy. Oh, okay. and hopefully, and hopefully, there's a lady standing out front. <laughs> um, yeah. So as you guys walk um, farther down the the docks, like you can definitely see to the left of you is like definitely a very slummy looking area, which makes sense. Like um, living right up against the docks would be sort of the cheap side of town, right? Um, yeah. So. Yeah, um, anybody who's trying to keep a lookout to see if there is a brothel-y-looking thing uh, can make a perception check for me. I will make a perception check for you, I guess. Uh, I got a 10. Okay. <clears throat> I need to add numbers. Hold on. <laughs> I got a 17. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, so, Kay, you notice it first, um, but uh, Lucanus also notices it eventually. Um, there is... Um, this sort of long, um, low-slung building with, like, uh, a sagging roof. And there is um, there is a woman standing in the doorway of this building, um, uh, a dwarven woman, uh, astonishingly attractive, uh, with long caramel-colored hair that hangs down below her waist. And she's got this very graceful looking body is not nearly as thick as like the average dwarf you might expect. Um, and she's got bright green eyes and is wearing this sort of like soft, like almost um, not quite as orange as a fawn, but like, you know, light Brown fawn colored um, dress. And she's just sort of standing in the doorway, looking out onto the docks. Okay. Um, so Lucanus sort of, <laughs> approaches her stumbling and looking drunk and he's like hi lass i am here to take my pleasure with these ladies <laughs> she she puts a hand on her hip and sort of you know does the like slow like brush your hair back and kind of looks you up and down and is that so yeah i have a thing for human redheads Oh, you're like redheads. <laughs> so smooth. <laughs> really leaning really leading into this barbarian thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah um, <laughs> so you like redheads, do you? Yeah, we've got one of those inside. 
Kay, oh. like, tries to do her best not to face Paul. <laughs> she just stares at Artemis, like... I'm just, I'm just, like, looking somewhere else. <laughs> Kay realizes that she's looking somewhere else and becomes very interested at the hem of her shirt. <laughs> That's interesting. So, uh, would you like to come in and meet her? Sure. All right. She sort of, you know, <clears throat> opens her arm to let you step uh, over the threshold past her into the interior. Um, <clears throat> and so when you step inside, I'm, I'm assuming you're going. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when you step inside, um, you also are able to sort of see in darker spaces, but it is very obviously like very dark in here. Um, there's a counter not very far inside the door and you almost bang your knee on it. It's so, so right there. And it's, you know, such a difference coming from the bright outside of the day into this very dark interior. Um, <clears throat> so uh, behind the counter, you can see like what might be a doorway. And then to the left and right behind the counter, you can see darker hallways. Um, and uh, there's a man behind the counter um, he's a little taller than you, very thin, almost like emaciated with, um, sort of scraggly brown hair and a not so great looking teeth. And, um, he's got like clothes that are trying to look nice. Um, you know, like a silk shirt and trousers, but like, it's all kind of like stained and wrinkly and, you know, he, he looks exactly what you'd expect for a, a brothel owner in the slums, I guess. Um, and he, he looks up as you enter and says, ah, how can I help you? And the, um, the dwarven woman sort of coming in the doorway behind you says, ah, Urgent, he says he likes redheads. And Urgent goes, ah, you, uh, you looking for a lay? Yes, sir, I am. All right, uh, how long would you like? Uh, I mean, Lucanus stops and thinks for a little bit, and he's like, <laughs> how much would, how much would an hour cost? Uh, for a redhead, that'd be one gold and two silver. Cool. Um, <clears throat> can I make a perception check for the, uh, scraggly guy? Uh, what do you want to perceive? Um, or like, what? Do you, like, what do you? What are you trying to know? I uh, guess anything about anything about um, anything about uh, uh, um, weaponry that he might be carrying or like magical. Abilities. Oh, sure. So you're trying to like size him up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Make a perception check. All right. Uh, shit. Um, yeah, basically, basically what I described so far, like, yeah. So just, um, like, Breaking Bad extra. Kind of, yeah, he seems kind of slimy. Um, like I said, kind of exactly what you'd expect for a brothel owner in the slums. So, um, Lucanus hands over the money. Okay. So he, he takes it in a very dirty hand and sort of puts it below the counter. Yep. 
So uh, right. uh, before he before he before he leaves, he's just like just out of curiosity, who who owns this place? I I I like to get to know the uh, uh, brothel owners in the area because you know I'm a mercenary new in town and they ah. tend to provide me some business. Sure, happy to meet you. Name's Virgin Johns. Uh, Lucanus. Pleasure. And uh, if you're ready to take yours, second door on the left, and he points you down the left-hand hallway. Okay. And um, is there anything that Lucanus can tell about the doors? Do any look nicer than others, or...? No, it's like, it's weird, you know, this town isn't that old, um, but, like, this whole thing kind of looks like it was built, like, out of broken stuff. It's building my town! It's, well, it's, I mean, this is the slums, but, you know, like, like, when you're playing, like, um, video games like Borderlands or Fallout and everything looks like it was built broken, like, yeah. this, this, this brothel sort of looks like that, where it, like, looks like it was built broken. Can you see, can you see, that in, garbage? can you see in any cracks be between the doors? Uh, any cracks between, uh, like, if there's... I mean, like, if there's things that are broken, there's bound to be, like, holes in the wall that maybe you can get a glimpse in. Uh, I mean, there's some gaps and stuff, but it's pretty dark. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, even um, with my low-light vision? I mean, you can make a perception check if you'd like to, you know, really, like, scope it out. But I do want to let you know that, you know, the, the more closely you're looking, um, the more obvious it'll probably be uh, that you're not just heading down the hallway. So, you know, you can balance how much of a look you want to take with um, how obvious you want to be. Okay. So um, he uh, uh, he goes in and enters the second door on the left. Okay. Um, so inside the room, um, you see uh, a woman who you think matches pretty closely the description Cedric gave you. She's got um, long red hair and very, very pale skin and these sort of startling green eyes. And she's wearing this um, very deep cut um, green dress and she's just sort of sitting uh, sitting on the edge of the bed and um, when I say bed it's like um, not really that much of a mattress right it's super uh, super thin um, and it's got this frayed and faded blue quilt over it and she's just kind of sitting on the edge and she doesn't even really look up when you come in she just sort of in a quiet voice says hello uh, what's your pleasure uh, is the, or is the Dwarven woman or the, um, uh, Mr. Methhead still, uh, still, um, I'm still blushing from earlier with the, <laughs> the fake barbarian thing. Are they still watching me? Uh, I mean, you've kind of stepped into the doorway of the room. So, I mean, they could probably still see like your back down the hallway, but they're not like. I mean, you, you would have to stick your head back out to know if they're actively watching you or not. Okay. All right. So he closes the door. Does it have a lock? Um, there's no lock, but it, okay. is, it is closed now. So Lucanus um, closes the door, sits down on the bed next to the woman, extends his hand and says, Hi, I'm Lucanus. What's your and name? She sort of like, <laughs> like freezes for a minute and kind of looks up at you and like, uh... Hi, uh, I'm Carissa. Carissa? Is that C-A-R-I-S-S-A? Uh, K-A-R-I-S-S-A, but yeah. Sorry, I want to write all this down. Okay. Um, so, uh, uh, 
I'm here. I've paid to see you. And the, um, the, uh, uh, sort of onus of brothels is that, you know, we can do whatever we want for an hour. Right? Yes, sir. So how do you feel like talking? Um... Most of the people who come in here, you know, they, they display some sort of interest towards women folk, but I don't really have that. That's not my thing. So I'm new here. I need some, I need some information on, on the down low. So I figure, you know, maybe, maybe some of the customers who come in here aren't that nice. I just need to get a lay of the town. And I've always found that people in your line of profession are, Pretty good sources of information. So you can think of this as having, you know, an hour off. Uh, all right. So, um, <laughs> you know, what's what's this town like? Um, you know, what's this what's this particular place like? Uh, I mean, it's, uh, I guess, a city. It's growing, people say. Uh, there's a lot of ships that come in and a lot of sailors and there's the the naval port at the other end of the city from here and there's a lot of people that come through yeah so he he thinks he takes a beat to think um what kind of people do you normally see come through this place all kinds um lots of uh, sailors and you know, other people work all kinds of lines of work. Just you know, lots of people. Yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to get to know some of the town guards. Um, what's the What's the best What's the best way to do that? Uh, I don't. I don't really know. Um, I mean, they're all sort of different. Um, you know, they're they're different from one another but i mean all people are kind of similar right you know you um suppose if you give them what they want most then they'll help you too hmm. so it's pretty easy to bribe people then i wouldn't know i've never tried okay well you said if it's you know give people what they want most i was just trying to figure out what what you meant by that i don't know okay that's fair um, so, uh, uh, you know, the owners of this, the owners of this place, do they ever need bodyguards or people to do their dirty work? Cause that's kind of the business that I'm in. Oh, um, I mean, I suppose you could ask, but Virgin has, he's got a few friends that help him. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and, uh, uh, um. No, oh, hold on. I'm writing stuff down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> those nails, those nails are gorgeous. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, how does how does this place, you know, find the people who work here, both oh. on the on both sides of the doors? Oh, well, I. Uh... Everybody's got their own story, I guess, but, you know, people need a place to work or have nowhere else to go. 
Okay. Uh, what's your story? Are you from around here? Make a diplomacy check. All right. <clears throat> oh. Give me uh, a nice charismatic smile. Huh? I got a I got a natural twenty. <laughs> hey, that was that was the time for it. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, what is your diplomacy bonus? <laughs> uh, I don't even want to look because this is. That's great. <laughs> uh, diplomacy two. Oh, all right. So 22 total. All yep. right. Um, so she sort of like takes half a beat to like look at you and then like look down at her hands. She's like, you really want to know? Yeah. That's as, as I said, I'm, I'm here to give you an hour off of, you know, clients who might not be necessarily so nice and, since I'm new in town, I would really like to sort of understand, um, since I'm new in town and since I, you know, do bodyguard work and I'm a mercenary and stuff like that, I'd really like to understand the sort of people who I might be working with or against. Hmm. Well, I don't know if my story will help you with that, but <sighs> you seem really nice. Lucanus just dugs the lovable smile shrug thing. Well, I've lived here for as long as I can remember, if you can call it living. My father was a sailor, and he more or less sold me to Wargent rather than raise me himself. I hope the money brought him a moment of pleasure. But I can't stay here any longer. I am completely miserable, but I don't have any means of making it on my own. I have no money and nowhere really to go if I'm not here. And even if I did, I mean, Origin's kind of scary. I, I really want to return to my mother's people, but that's not an easy thing. It, it took me such a long time to even figure it all out and, and then to find what I would need to do in order to take my place among them. But as I said, even that, now that I know, I, I can't do it alone. Um, the apothecary, Elsa Wentz, she knows the location of a, an herb of some sort that if I were to consume it would allow me to take on the body that my mother gave to me, gifted me. Um, if you, I don't know, would you want to, could you help me? Um, yeah, I can. Uh, if you want me to help you, again, I'm going <clears> to <throat> need as much information about the people who run the place as you can give me. I mean, I can try. I don't know that much, but... Any little piece of information will be helpful. Of course. Um, but if I tell you that you would help me get the thing I need and help me get out of here? The transmogrification herb? 
if if you could get Elsa Wentz to tell you where to find that herb and you were able to collect some of it and bring it to me and you were able to help me sort of, I guess, sneak out of here, then yes, I, I could be I could be free. I could go live with my mother's people and, and not be miserable here anymore. And that would be, oh, that would be so wonderful. Yeah, I can, I think I can pull together a team of, we'll just say five people. I don't know what... <laughs> I don't know what's available around here, but typically I do work in a team and um, that's, you know, if I can't find it, I'm sure I can find someone local who can. Um, But again, I want to, I just want to make sure that, um, you know, I, that I don't have to essentially fight my way out. That's, that's mostly what I'm mostly Uh, worried about. Yes. Well, when I said that Warjin has friends, um, he owns the brothel and runs it, um, but there's a woman here who, I think she sort of works with him. Um, Debrilda, she's a dwarf. Um, she, she seems like, I mean, she's another one of the women here, but she seems like she might sort of work with him. And he has other friends who um, sometimes stop by, and they're, I mean, they're customers, but it seems like they might also sort of, you know, um, uh, work together in other ways. I'm not really sure what they all do, but they seem a lot of them seem very tough, and um, I know that a lot of a lot of them uh, they frequent the tavern next door. Um, so, yeah, Oops. I don't I don't really know what they do, but I know that you know I've seen them all before many times. Okay, <clears throat> uh, what kind of weapons do they carry? Oh, uh, I don't usually see the weapons out, but, um, I mean, the, um, the, the cat, he, um, he has a, he has a sword and, like, some sort of dagger, I guess, and, and Virgin, well, he has, uh, he has a rapier and a dagger, usually, um, that he uses, but I don't, I don't know. I, I don't see weapons on all of them and, and I don't know if they all use weapons or if, you know, they leave them somewhere else. I don't, I don't know, but they definitely are sort of tough people. Okay. Um, so what, what sort of weapons did the warden ca- carry again? I don't remember that. Warden, um, uh, a rapier and a dagger. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Um, okay, so you essentially know what two of his crew carries, that's good. Uh, so, um, do any of them sleep here? Is there any sort of security in the building? Uh, I mean, Virgin lives here. He lives in the room right behind the desk, and, and, I mean, the rest of them, they don't live here, but, like I said, a lot of them seem to also work at or or stay at or you know at least spend a lot of time in the tavern next door so um, okay yeah okay well um yeah so is there anything else about the town that i that i need to know i honestly don't know much about the whole town i stay here most of the time unfortunately um but yeah, I mean it's it's a growing place, so there are a lot of people here and 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 a lot of things going on, and it feels like there's more of that happening all the time. So, 
you know, if, if you're planning on being here for a while and trying to understand it all, I guess maybe the best thing to know is that there's a lot shifting and changing and growing about it. So it might be hard to keep up with what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Luck. Sounds it's a lot like my home, only in reverse. I'm uh, from Eduvin uh, and, you know, I don't know if you know this or not, but um, it pretty much collapsed over the last oh, 10 years or you- so. Did you have something covering your ears, or? Uh, he still has his. He still has his hood up. His hood up yeah. As I said, it's pretty obvious that he's an elf. Oh, you're. Oh, wow. I haven't met an elf before. Yeah, yeah, and there's a reason why that is. Um, so, <laughs> this land is growing. Mine is mine is collapsing. It's sort of the way it is, and then. He sort of looks up, looks at his watch, and he's like, well... Wait, you, you know, have a watch? <laughs> I don't know how they keep time in this universe. <laughs> so there are no watches. You've got, like, a sundial on your arm. Like, oh, it's a working side. Weird. So he, he realizes... What are supposed to hear? <laughs> he just looks at his phone. <laughs> I gotta take this. I gotta take this. Oh, man. Uh, so he realizes he, he realizes his time is about up and um uh uh sort of um uh he realizes his time is up and he's like okay so as i said i really don't want to get in trouble for any of the questions that i've asked you i would like to help um but uh looking for looking for this herb and looking for oh did I ask who her people were? No. Okay, so one last thing I need to know. Who are your people and where can I find them? Um, what do you mean? Well, you said that you wanted to um, find this herb so you can uh, sneak, out of, sneak out of here and get back to your people. And my um, mother's people, yes. Yeah, your mother's people. Um, who, uh, uh, who are they? <laughs> where can I find um, them? Well, in order to find them, you probably need some magic. Um, they aren't from around here, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, I think I get it. Um... Like I said, my, uh, my father was a sailor. Uh, who was your mother? <laughs> I think Peter just figured it out. <laughs> Peter, Peter wait, your eyebrows just shot up to the ceiling. What do you what do you think? Uh I mean I I Cedric's not here. <laughs> no, I, 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 I wanna know what Peter thinks. <laughs> but is she is she like a silky or a mermaid? Like uh, okay, all right. <laughs> You wanted, you wanted to hear my speculation, but not, not answer my question. I see how it is. <laughs> you that kind of DM. Yeah. Keep, your, keep your secrets, Dungeon Master. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, so um, Lucanus just sort of has absolutely no idea what that means whatsoever, and um, uh, just sort of takes a mental note of that, and um, uh, sort of takes out a gold piece, hands it to her, and is like, "This is this is for you. I, you know, I would like to keep this. I would like to keep this a secret, and um, just please don't tell anyone." 
course not. You promised to help me. Yeah. I don't want to jeopardize that. Yeah, of course. Um, and the gold, obviously, for anything extra you might need, just, you know, our little secret. And um, uh, at this point, is this when the dwarf is going to knock on the door? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not going to, like, you haven't been talking for an hour yet, but I oh. mean. Okay, so... You know, a lot of times guys in a little earlier than they do. (laughs) (laughs) This is also the sort of establishment you assume they might actually just, like, try to charge you for your extra time on the way out instead of, like... (laughs) Yeah, well, it's it's one of those things where in order to avoid suspicion, you have to leave Mm -hmm. at the right Mm -hmm. time because Mm -hmm. if you you leave, like, if you go in, you have a five-minute conversation and leave, they're not... The, the brothel owners aren't going to assume premature ejaculation. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like how you just, you know, laid that all out there. Yeah, no, I'm um, just going to lay it all out. Um, it has been laid out. <laughs> I mean, we're in a brothel. The situation is already awkward, so I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to go for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, um, God... Can any of you? Can anyone think of more questions to ask, or is that metagaming? <laughs> that's so metagaming. Okay, that's, me- that's against the rules. Okay, all right. Still learning nice how the game works. Um, <laughs> just take a nap or something like that. Yeah, cuddle. Okay. Or read a book. Okay. Or in your So, yeah. so um, he turns back Play to. Pokemon Go on your phone. <laughs> yeah, Google's questions to ask brothel workers who you are planning on springing. <laughs> who may yeah, be mermaids. Then, the brothel is definitely a pokey stop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luke is just like ends the conversation, just sits there on his cell phone awkwardly, mm-hmm. just spinning the pokey stop for no. So he turns um he turns to Carissa. Okay, so we know the guards, we can, you know, we know where to check them out. Are there any secret entrances or exits to this place? No. There's not even a window in my room. He sort of looks over and he's like, yeah, that's odd. I can't believe I didn't notice that before. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's so dark in here. <laughs> it's so dark I didn't notice the window. <laughs> and he actually says that as a joke. <laughs> um... And does does he know, like, was he able to see all the way to the back of the place? Uh, I mean, it's not it's not a huge building. It's like I said, it's very long and and it's only one story. Okay. So basically, like what you could see when you came in the door was like this counter and then like the wall and a door behind it. And Carissa said that's the that's the room where Wurgent lives. And then there's this hallway with like a few rooms that you walked down and hers was the second one down and there's, you know, a few more that way, but. Okay. Um, All right. So there's no, so there's no back door then. Not that she knows of. Okay. Or that you saw. Okay. Shoddily may just kick one of the plywood planks down. Okay. So I have a, I have another question about this list that you sent me. So there are a, so that list of spells that, um, hmm. So that list of spells that you sent me, Lucanus yeah. knows all of those, right? 
No, no. So basically, like, the list of spells that don't work is something I sent you guys just, like, so that, you, like, you as players and and, and for the casters um, would know whether or not those things work or how they work. Um, but Lucanus is not a caster. So while you might yeah. be familiar with and have seen spells before, you don't know, you don't really know... Um, how spells work per se and most of the casting that you saw done like you know from your people was before the loss right so you haven't you haven't really spent a whole lot of time with casters after the loss you know understanding what things may have changed yeah um, you you know that you know that like yeah definitely some magic didn't work the way it you know quote-unquote should right and that's why your people had such problems um and he definitely like, knows why right i mean your your assumption is that the magic doesn't work right because the gods are not accessible anymore okay. but um like yeah you don't you don't necessarily like you don't know you, you wouldn't necessarily know that whole list of spells or like how that all works you just basically know that magic went off the rails okay all right so but does he know that it went off the rails because of the God stuff? I mean, that's that's the assumption okay. he's making. Okay, yeah. So, again to Carissa. Okay, so one of the things that I'm here to find out is um, there are certain spells that don't work like they used to. And that's one of the reasons, you know, why why that whole stuff in Udivin is happening, right? Mm-hmm. So, has anybody come in here and bragged to you about being able to use any of those spells? I mean, I've met slingers, yeah, but, like, I mean, nobody really brags about it. It's kind of like a weird thing not everybody can do. Um, I don't really know. Like, yeah, I, I mean, there are definitely slingers around, but... Were you looking for somebody in particular? After the loss, there were certain spells that <laughs> just stopped working. And um, I am very interested in finding people who can, who retained the ability to use those spells that stopped working after the loss. That's why I'm here. I figured, oh. I figured if, I figured if things were collapsing down in uh, Udivin because nobody could use these spells anymore, then if we got closer to the Garden of the Gods, maybe I'd find some people who can use that. Hmm. That's an interesting idea. But you haven't seen anybody who... I haven't really seen any spells cast, no. Okay. Like I said, I mean... I. There are definitely slingers around, but I haven't really... I don't I don't know anything about magic. Okay. All right. Well, um... Yeah. I guess, I guess that's the... I guess that's the last... I guess that's the last question. So, um... They... They sort of, um... Yeah... I don't know what Lucanus would do in this situation, just like for an hour of awkward small talk, but they make more awkward small talk for the next hour. And <laughs> he charms, 
he charms Carissa and makes her laugh, and um, uh, after the hour is up, um, he leaves. Okay. Because <laughs> otherwise, I'm just going to keep going on like this for an hour, and maybe that's not the most interesting thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as you come back down the hall, Wurgent kind of, you know, stands up from where he was sitting behind the counter and kind of gives you that real slimy grin again. And uh, how'd you like her? Lucanus, Lucanus just does a big shit-eating grin, and he's like, "Hey!" <laughs> or, like, something more tough-sounding. I don't... Or, no, it's not an I, it's an R! <laughs> and uh, uh, he just sort of stumbles out and pretends to be drunk. Cool. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, that <laughs> seems like an excellent place for us to take our halfway break. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think unless uh, oh yeah let me, let me see real quick if anybody has anything in the chat um, I don't know um, anybody anybody I don't I don't see anything um, okay so I think I think we're good we're gonna take our <laughs> we're gonna take our break um, yeah we'll be back in like five ish minutes but if you guys do have any questions feel free to like tweet at us or put them in the the chat and yeah, um, yeah we'll be right back and anything we don't get to um, this week uh, we'll have a mailbag section <laughs> on nature chat and that's something Absolutely. we'd really like to start up so please ask us questions. Definitely. Right. And I promise there will there will be more science soon. I know this wasn't necessarily very <laughs> sciencey, but there will be more science soon. All right, we'll be All right. right back. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 cool, yeah, cool. yeah. Hey. Okay, okay. cool. Perfect. So uh Lucanus is <laughs> drinking uh, uh Pab's blue ribbon tonight. So <laughs> nice. Nancy's tea is still microwaving. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I can hear I can hear your microwave and you telling your dog sit. sit. Yeah. So I to, I thought I could meet in my microphone, but apparently not. But yeah, so I had to take him out. But well, I have to, so, but I live on the eighth floor, so I have to get him into the elevator, take him down. Then the guard has to unlock the door, and then I have to cross the busy street, wait for him to like do his business, then wait for the light to turn on the busy street, come back, get him back into the door, from the guard, and up the elevator. It's so awesome. <laughs> Peter actually kind of inspired me last week. I really wanted to do a, a Kiwano Melon um, Moscow Mule, so instead uh. of instead of lime, uh, uh, use a uh, Kiwano melon, but I just, I wasn't able to get to the store today. I just had too much to do. And so PBR it is, but hopefully, hopefully next week I can do a, a really nice and interesting cocktail. And yeah. Nice. So one of my friends who, uh, streams on Twitch and does other things, the weirdlings, y'all should go check them out. Actually, we, we auto host them on this channel when they're playing things. Um, but yeah, Mark from the weirdlings does a home cocktail mixing, um, on their channel and it's super fun. Ooh. I was actually on a, on a four, four hour long Twitch stream where we, it was a cocktail test kitchen, um, in March while I was in Austin where he lives for a conference, four hours yeah. of cocktails. It was a good time. Oh, that might be that might be fun to that might be fun to do at some point um, yeah it was great so yeah um and we did have at least one person in the twitch chat earlier i don't think there's i don't know if you're still there but thank you for being here and asking questions and stuff thank you um, um <laughs> so, yeah yeah so um just in case uh uh 
um, just to make something a little bit more obvious from that lo- from that conversation, um, Lucanus uh-huh. Lucanus basically came out as asexual. <laughs> well, to Carissa, to yeah. Car- to not Carissa, to, to Carissa. Not I'm talking like to the people here and the viewers oh, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. That was that was actually something that I uh, uh, wrote to Cheryl in the um, uh, character. Uh, uh, um, introduction thing, and that was one thing that I was trying to maybe make apparent to the people out there, but not necessarily um, the uh, uh, party members just yet. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right. So, yeah, let's uh, <clears throat> recap a little bit. So, y'all decided to go off and uh, do uh, do the rescuing that Cedric wanted to have done, and. Uh, somewhere along the way, we're very conveniently dissuaded from going in there with your weapons um, <laughs> by um, someone who appeared to be Kay's friend. You guys didn't really get a name or much of a, you know, much interaction with him, but seemed like a nice enough guy. Um, and then uh, Cedric and Fletcher decided to go back to the marked bird to hang out so that Cedric wouldn't be seen by the brothel owner and get them all in trouble. You mean be Cedric, be Cedric. <laughs> yeah, <after> that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, Kay and Artemis decided to sort of, I like that the girls were hanging out on the dock, like, you know, protecting or being backup for Lucan. That was great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, um, so yeah, Kay and Artemis hung out on the dock and waited for Lucanus to spend his time in the brothel trying to, like, um, get some more info on the situation. Uh, so, yeah, Lucanus did his best, like, dirty, um, uncouth, barbarian um, impression and paid Arr. for some... Um, it's kind of, of piratey. Um, and then uh, Lucanus paid for some time with the girl in question and questioned her a lot during that time. Um, got some interesting information, including um, making friends with her enough where she would tell him her story and why she needs someone to help her. Um, so you are now back out. Um, like this part of the slums is pretty, like pretty much right up against the dock. So you're basically back on the dock. Um, and as you scan the crowd, you see um, Artemis is like very pointedly looking in the opposite direction. <laughs> and and Kay has gotten really bored. She like stared at the, sh- the hem of her shirt for a while, but like you were in there for a long time. So now she's like sitting on the ground, like picking splinters off of the boards on the dock. <laughs> so... Lucanus walks. <laughs> Lucanus walks back up to Artemis and Kay. Is like, "Hey guys, hi, person we don't know. How are you doing? I I'm doing so okay. Nice to meet you. Um, I'm looking for a. Uh, uh, I'm looking for the Mark Tavern. Would you guys be able to tell me where it is, or better yet, show me? Yeah, my my companion here is a local, so yeah, we can walk you that way. Cool. Uh, I should have asked you guys if you wanted to do any bonding while you were waiting for. <laughs> uh, yeah, Fletcher and Cedric, did you want to have a conversation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> I, I feel like it's safe to assume that Cedric and Fletcher's conversation was awkward. And... <laughs> I'm only I, I, do you want to hear I, I, about Morden? I bought I us both foods so that we could fill the silence with just like eating. So there was a reason to not talk. <laughs> fill the silence or fill Cedric's mouth. <laughs> Space for words to come out. <laughs> awesome. 
All right. <clears throat> so uh, uh, the the crew heads back to the to the marked bird. Walking music. Okay. Walking music. Um, yeah. So you uh, you head back to the marked bird, and you go inside, and um, there's. Uh, it's, you know, a few hours later than the first time you guys walked in. So um, you see Cedric and Fletcher sitting at a table having, like, some soup or something. And there's a few, um, like, farmer types at the bar and at some of the tables now because um, it's, you know, more, like, meal time. So Leon's uh, working on slinging drinks and serving food. Um, Casper and his giant pile of papers are no longer in the bar. And of course you already dealt with the two brothers last time. So they're not in there either, but yeah, it's, you know, not, not like super ramped up crazy busy. Cause it's still kind of the early dinner hour, but you know, it's uh there's, there's some people in there. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, Cedric, uh, uh, Artemis and Kay uh, walk up to Fletcher and, uh, Cedric and sit down at the bar with with them. <clears throat> so, well, what did you discover? Well, yeah, what 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 did you find out about uh his his woman, his his brothel girlfriend? <laughs> his damsel in distress. Uh, Lucanus sits down and um, sort of rubs his temples and says, "I found out a lot." And I think that there's going to be some stuff that you're going to be interested in, Fletcher, and um, Cedric, you as well. So um, I know that we want to, you know, go on quests for, um, uh, what was the guy's name again? The guy with the papers? Casper. Casper. Like the ghost. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to start off with the stuff that I think we're all going to be interested in, and then go to the stuff that, um, you know, is mostly within uh, uh, the interests of rescuing this girl. So um, the girl's name is Carissa, and she told me pretty much everything that we needed to know. Um, <clears throat> so uh, essentially, she does want to get out of there, and she wants to rejoin her people, but um, seemed to keep a lot of the information about that close to the chest. <laughs> Uh, she suggested a way to get out of there without much fighting. There's a, some sort of transmogrification herb that grows around here um, that she could take and transform. Um, she wants to get back. What? Well, she didn't say. You're, we're going to help somebody transform into something? <laughs> Perhaps it's just to disguise her. her... <laughs> So. <laughs> oh, Cedric is drunk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a dwarf. He's been sitting at a bar for. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just love how Fletcher. I, uh, uh, Ryan. I just love how how uh, uh, Fletcher's idea of shutting Cedric up is to get him really drunk. Because oh, I, I feel like I bought him food. Yeah, <laughs> oh. Buying his own drink. <laughs> drinks. Yeah, the dwarf. Okay. We saved the bartender like three hours ago. I feel like probably I'm getting a discount. Yeah. <laughs> so, Artemis, what problems do you see with the transmogrification herb? Uh, well, mostly I, I, I don't want her to be turning into something that's going to attack us. I mean, we don't, if you have no idea what she's turning into. Yeah, that's a good point. Um... <laughs> If it turns her into like 
a demon and she plans so she can escape by killing the people in the brothel, that may not be a great thing to do. Well, the way I see it, so long as she's not coming after us. I don't think demons are that picky. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, she she did say that she needed magic to find her people. Uh, so so what I I would suggest then is is can we get her out and then give her the herb later? Because I don't want to be trapped in a little tiny building with someone who's turning into something that we don't know what they're turning into. Or <laughs> Even there, she turns into like a giant red dragon, and you're all just like. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you know, I don't particularly like slavers, which is why I took on, which is why I took on this job at you know a much lower rate than I normally take on. Um, so one of the things that we could I do. I paid you good money. <laughs> Yeah, you still owe me like two and a half. Like, yeah, you still owe me two and a half gold pieces because this was a bit more expensive than I thought it was. But we'll discuss that later. Um, he still we, owes me one, also. Yeah. So let's let's just figure out <laughs> let's just figure out a game plan later. She said she needed magic to meet to to go back to her people. Um, what do you what do you think of that, Artemis and Fletcher? Why do you want my opinion? Uh, yeah, why do you want their opinions? <laughs> I I think I think magic is a perfectly reasonable reason to need to. Cedric's you know, face is turning so red. <laughs> magic will be helpful in returning to. Well, I feel but like what I feel like kind this is. Magic? Oh, sorry. What what kind of magic did she say? Is it all about this herb that we simply have to provide? <clears throat> uh, again, that was one of the things that she was that she was keeping close. What kind of herb did you say it was? Uh, some sort of transmogrification herb. She didn't she didn't know more than that. So not only are we helping some unknown person turn into some unknown thing, we're also going to go find an unknown herb? There seems to be quite a few unknowns. I what love, do do no, 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 I love the way Artemis sums stuff up for us. <laughs> it's just a disguising herb. It's so that you can disguise her so that she can get out easier. Obviously. Well, one of the things that um, who was the guy with the paper again? I can't remember his name. The guy with the oh Casper. Casper. One of the, the things that Casper. Is. One of the things that Casper wanted us to explore. You know, what, Casper sent us out to explore. That's what he's paying us for, and this seems like a good. This seems like a good way to find out more information about the area. So we know that there's a transmogrification herb that grows around here. We know that there's some sort of hidden people that you need magic to be able to access. That seems like something he'd be interested in as well. It seems like information that he'd pay us for. Did she say anything about her parents? Uh, like, who the hell are her people? Yeah, so she said that um, uh, she said that um, her father sold her into slavery. He was a sailor. Um, and he said that uh, she said that her mother was one of the people he needed magic to access, but again, not much beyond that. 
See, I told you about slavery. <laughs> I knew it all along. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, yes, yes, very, yes. Very, very, very slavery well bad, cleric. <laughs> so, so uh, wizard, what sort of people do you think that she could be if her mother was a her mother met a sailor and you need magic? Does that sound like any kind of race that you're aware of? Uh, I'm there's many races that generally need magic for communication. Um, <laughs> elementals from the various elemental planes, the astral plane, but I don't know how she'd expect to get back to any of those places if that's where she wants to go because all of our communication with those planes has been lost since the loss occurred. And so I don't, perhaps, if that's where she wants to go, she may be unaware that she can't go there anymore. Yeah. And I asked an, her. And, and we need to know much more about what this herb is to find it. Well, uh, I, on, a, on an unexplored continent, we're going to encounter basically constantly unknown flora and fauna. Yeah. I did ask her about the spells that, um, uh, that were... <laughs> that people aren't able to do after the loss, and she seemed to she seemed to know that um, some of those spells weren't working after the loss. So perhaps she knows about the loss of communication and, and movement between the planes as well. Yeah, or maybe she thinks she knows a way to still use some of those some of those spells. I'd, I'd be surprised if someone in a regular person in the town would know that, but nobody at the university has figured it out yet. I mean, sometimes people at universities take a while to ask the right questions. <laughs> shade, shade, shade. Lucanus, Lucanus is not... Yeah, he is. he is very suspicious of those sorts of power structures. As am I. Um, <laughs> did she did she not say like where she was trying to go? Did she just say like my people? She didn't give you like a place? Seems a little weird, don't you think? Uh yeah, she um she uh, uh she didn't really say much about that, but she did give me a name of someone we could talk to about this. Someone by the name of Elsa Wentz. And who is she? What does she do? Why is she useful? Uh, You're the townie, don't you know this? Yeah, do you recognize that name, Kay? I don't. Hmm. Uh, she, um, yeah. She, uh, uh, she just mentioned the name Elsa Wentz. Um, she is not in my document. Oh, okay. Okay. Of all, I, I searched already. She's right. not in my document, <laughs> my eight-page book. Okay. She, she did also say she was an apothecary. Yeah. Did she say that? I don't remember. Out of, out of yeah. character. Oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> okay. Uh, what what kind of shitty notebook do you have anyway? I I I I failed to I failed to note that. Okay, so she said she was an apothecary. Um, Kay, make a knowledge local check for me. For me? Well, papers, papers, papers. Uh, for Kay, because oh, she okay. lives here. <laughs> that can be something we can go on. 
a local apothecary may know some of these plants, and that's that's an enormous amount more than what we knew before. And I didn't I, actually write the total. And I also I also figured this is a good place to start because, as as Artemis said, we don't know who this person is or um, what he's going to turn into, and we can gather that information before we put ourselves at any more risk. Cheryl, I didn't write down... Oh, I don't think I have a bonus, that's why. I don't think I put enough skills into it to have a bonus. Okay, um, so all of the knowledges are uh, a 20 plus your intelligence plus a however many ranks you put into it. So if yeah, you can, so it, my intelligence, uh, it's a total, it would be plus a total of six. Wait, right, because I well, my intelligence is three. Yeah, so my intelligence is plus three, and I put three ranks into it. Okay, yes, then plus six. Well, I got a six plus, but I didn't write down what the bonus would have been. I think. Yeah, if you if you put three ranks in knowledge local plus your three intelligence would be six, so it's a six okay. plus whatever you rolled. Oh, good, twelve. Okay. Um. Yeah. So you know there are um there are apothecary shops in the marketplace or the in the market district, and there is more than one. All right. Well, guys, we're on a quest because. There's a few apothecary shops. There's that, then they're in the market district, but there's a couple of them. A so quest. <laughs> uh, Where's Leon? Leon, get this man a bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. What, uh, Cheryl? What what time of day is it now? Like it's what definitely these... like it's definitely like mid dinner time. And so yeah, like as you guys have okay. been talking, more more farm folk and and other people from the town have come in. It seems like like Leon's a nice guy, and and it seems like a kind of a, a popular place to hang out and have dinner. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's a nice, cl neat, clean bar. It's not huge, but there's definitely a lot of people in here. It's not getting raucous per se, but there's a lot of people, yeah. Yeah. So we could assume that the shops are probably closed by now, so we can't get to the apothecaries tonight. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's dinner time-ish, so yeah. maybe not, but yeah. Okay. If it's like anything like Ecuador, everything would be closed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So obviously well, I, I, I can certainly begin searching some of these apothecaries in the morning. Okay. Yeah, we um, have a name. I mean, how hard would it be to just like walk into them and be like, hi. You know this yeah. person? Yeah. I guess I could ask my parents too. They might know. Yeah. We can we can meet I'd, I'd be fine meeting um, back here uh, uh, tomorrow morning, um, and uh, um, you know, getting getting some sleep, getting some food, um, and making our making our next plans. So, and he looks over at Cedric, and he's like, "You and I can talk tactics, and we, you and I can talk um, uh, how this place is defended and business and stuff like that, and I can tell you about the surveillance you." should have done and he gives him a very hard <laughs> stare i mean you can talk all that stuff at him all you want but i don't think anything's gonna register right now yeah. <laughs> no that is an excellent plan <laughs> lucanus just wants his 2.5 let's devise our plan of attack <laughs> um 
so yeah um uh bedtime bedtime sleep time okay food time Two so I, I'm gonna wiggle the my light back in the place as my dog like chomped on it. <laughs> um, so if my notes are correct from last time, uh, Lucanus, you paid for one night in the marked bird, yep. and Fletcher, you paid for a month up front. Um, uh, Cedric and Artemis, you had not um, made accommodations as far as I know, and Kay, of course, has a room go home. where she sleeps. I go home. <laughs> So I, I, I'm gonna, I, so I will head out the door and I'm going back down to the slummy area and I'm gonna okay. find my nice little corner. I'm going to sleep. I have a sleeping roll in my bag. In the, in the slums? Okay. Yeah. Alright. Um, okay. So, uh, how hard do you want to search? Uh, not super hard. I'm, I'm looking for something that's kind of towards the docks where, where I can see the boats and other people can see me, but, uh, so, so it's not like a super, super dark corner where somebody could attack me and murder me in my sleep and no one would notice. Okay, cool. Um, all right. I'm, I'm a light sleeper. That's okay. important information. My character's a light sleeper. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, Cedric, what are you doing? How much does it cost to pass out on the floor? <laughs> Um, I'll sleep on top of the counter. <laughs> um, so as uh, Leon comes back over to like check and see if you guys need anything else, and uh, hello, how 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 are you all doing? You know what? Did I leave yet? Am I still in the tavern? I mean, you can do whatever you want. All right. You know what? I'll be having a room here tonight. Oh, oh, yes. Uh, uh, would, would you like to pay uh, just for one night, or would you like to pay for... I've, I have a feeling we're going to be off adventuring tomorrow. One night would do me. All right. Uh, one night is uh, five silver. Excellent. <laughs> um, there you go. Uh, ignore him. We need to get Peter like a some sort of like coin bag with like play gold coins because this is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. He's his little, oh, yeah. little dice well, bag. I, I, yeah. I pulled all my dice out of it though. So. All right. But yeah, Leon just sort of takes it from you. Says, uh, "Danke, um, I'll, I'll, I'll be right back with your." With you your, might want to help him upstairs too. I okay. I'm good. <laughs> Okay, I, I, I will be right back with your key. <laughs> he I mean, goes back behind the bar and comes and brings you a key to a room. And I mean, if, all the keys, all the keys have like numbers on them, so you can tell like when you go upstairs which room is yours. Well, he, he might be able to tell if he could read. Read? Yeah. Well, I can read. Up those I can read a number while drunk. I'm a dwarf. I'm not that. I mean, it's gonna take a lot to get me blackout drunk. I can <laughs> just. I'm just, I'm good. I'm just, I'm just buzzed, man. <laughs> okay. All right. So, anything um, else? Lucanus, Lucanus heads up to his room and um, prepares his weapons for the next day and, you know, lovingly, lovingly resharpens them from the battle the, the day before. Um, nice. And Artemis, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 sleeping in the slums, man. I'm 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 hanging out. I'm propped did up you, against. 
But did I mean, you, like, did you physically leave the tavern yet? Oh yeah, I'm I'm oh, out. Okay. I'm yeah. out of five hundred. Did Perfect. you did you tell them where you were going, or you just said I'll see you later? I said I'll see you later. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Kate <laughs> just goes home. Yeah, yeah. home. And then Lucanus um, Lucanus goes into his room and um, uh, enters his trance and. Um, Obviously, obviously, the process for sleep does not go well for him. Throughout the night, he uh, uh, sort of shivers and shudders and is obviously reliving something terrible um, while he is mm. in his trance. Mm-hmm. All right, anybody else doing anything tonight? Uh, Fletcher usually ends the night jotting in notes in this in the big blank journal he brought to be recording things um so probably about this like herb and because it has some kind of magical properties you'd be recording um, more would my parents be awake at this point oh yeah they're still up doing stuff i mean like they run a really big store so yeah your mom is probably you know in like the common area or at the kitchen table in your house like you know with all of her ledgers spread out doing business things yeah <clears throat> Mom. Mm-hmm. Question. I met yes. some uh people. <laughs> is that she like she like her head like snaps up from the books and is like, that doesn't sound good. What happened? Um they're a weird group. They're obviously not from here. And aside insulting our town every two seconds, I think they're like at least average people anyway. Um, one of them is looking for uh, a person named Elsa who runs an apothecary. You wouldn't happen to know who that is. Oh, yes. Um, her apothecary is um, sort of uh, on the same side of the... Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's on the, on the same side of the, um, of the market district as, as um, the marked bird. Um, uh, sorry, hold on a second. I'm trying to think. Of I have that map. Um, you do have that map. Um, there it is. Um, where is? Um, yeah. So it's it's on it's on the same side of the market district as the marked bird. Um, but just uh, sort of at the at the other end of the district from the tavern. Um, like sort of right where the uh where the government district starts. I guess. Okay. Cool. Uh, Kate, you're not. You didn't get into people. You didn't meet people that are going to get you into trouble, did you? Uh, no. And I didn't even. I mean, well. I left the tavern for a brief moment and then didn't do anything with the crazy people. But I will relay them this information so they can, you know, do their thing. Okay. I just want to make sure you're safe. Thank you. <clears throat> and I definitely wouldn't want to do anything to put the business into trouble, of course. Oh, either, so. it's not just that. I'm perhaps a little more worried about you than normal considering, you know, how things are. Well, right now. Fun. I'm going to go to bed, though. It's been kind of a weird day. All right. Aw, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> what did Rebecca's sign say? I missed that. Aw, Mom. 
Alrighty. Um, so don't forget if you were wounded during the battle with the Wellesley brothers, um, while if you get a full night's rest or for Lucanus, you get your full four hours of trance, um, you heal one hit point per character level because this is not fifth and we're not OP. Um, <laughs> so since you're, since you're all level one, you all get one hit point back if you were injured. If you weren't injured, you still have all of your hit points. Congratulations. I was not injured. I was not injured. Nope. <laughs> I, I get one hit point. Picture, but they <laughs> <laughs> and the Wellesley brother gets one hit point. So he might still be dead. <laughs> uh. All right. Um, so you all wake up. It is uh, Selunim, the uh, 22nd of Misrun. Um, it's a breezy, clear kind of morning. Um, another nice spring day. <clears throat> I, I wake up as the sun is rising. Yes, you do. I'm sleeping outside. And I you go, do. I'm taking the smell of the slums. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a little ripe. Um, actually, <laughs> would you uh, just roll a fortitude save? <laughs> <laughs> Why would I have to do such a thing? Just a four to two things. Haha! Finally. Okay, and then I need to do my other thing. Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, I rolled a natural 20 and hey. uh, my modifier is plus zero. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, um, you were definitely, you were sleeping at like, like you said, the edge of the slums kind of like towards the docks and the sea. So it like, you know, the, the slums definitely like it smells bad. Um, but you didn't, you know, you, you slept okay. You don't feel sick. Um, you know, it, you're definitely covered in some dew this morning. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't an especially cold night, especially right here on the Southern coast. Um, so you're, you're pretty okay. Lucanus yeah. uh, does right. whatever bathing stuff people do in the D and D universe. And, I mean, uh, this is like one of those where you you know you would have you know ask for a pitcher of water in a basin and do like a sponge bathy type deal. Okay, he does he does a, unless you want to like pay for like a legit bath, which is like a whole another ordeal. No, no, no. <laughs> he does he does the standard D and uh, uh, sponge bath and. Um, gathers gathers up his things puts them in his pack and you know stows all of his weapons in their sort of stowage places and um heads heads out into the tavern so mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I'm, i am walking towards the tavern at a reasonable speed so that i will arrive there at the time that we specified yep. okay <laughs> and, and while everybody's getting up and you know making small talk he's basically asking old leon like if he's okay and like how the how he's dealing after the battle and stuff like that. So. Mm. Oh yes, uh, I, I feel much better this morning. I, your friend helped me a great deal yesterday, and then I had a good night's sleep, and I feel much better now. Thank you. Did he get his one hit point back? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he was actually he was healed back to full by Cedric's spells. Well, at least Cedric did for yeah. I was about to yeah. say it. <laughs> Assume that I'm ten minutes late to whatever time we read on. <laughs> uh, Kate wakes up early. Like, are her parents around? <clears throat> um, uh, your mother probably already went off to open the store, but your father's sort of like bopping around. Yeah, for another minute or two. Yeah. Is there anything you need me to do today, Dad? Uh, let me see. 
Um, I mean, I don't... Uh, I don't think any new orders came in. You know, you, you did a whole lot of the beginning of the week orders yesterday. So uh, if, if all of those runs are complete, then I think I think you might be all right. Yes. All right. Thanks. I'll see you later. She, Thank like, you. Hops off to the the marked bird, the bird that has been otherwise marked for the Twitter <laughs> bar. The Twitter bar. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Is everyone there? there? <laughs> are we yep. over there now? Kay like runs up to the table where everyone is and like puts her hands down. She's like, "All right, team, I found the apothecary." So does it? Uh, uh, quieter, <laughs> please. Kay <laughs> goes right up and says, "The apothecary." Uh, Lucas looks over. The apothecary boy. <laughs> <laughs> They're all I so shake, I grab Cedric's shoulders and shake him a little bit, and I'm like, "Excellent, we found her." <laughs> wait, wait, what? Who did we find? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, so I asked my my parents, um, and they know of her, and she said that she is right around here, Miss Elsa. For me, Elsa. I guess I didn't actually get that, but Elsa, the apothecary, is close by. Is the guy with the papers in the bar? No. No. Okay. Casper. Casper. <laughs> He's like the ghost. The ghost. <laughs> Joe is terrible at names. The guy with the papers. <laughs> uh, that's well, why. Uh, that's why I write uh, stuff down. We should, uh, should, we, should we head there probably as soon as she's open? <clears throat> I didn't ask her what time she opened, but like the general store, like my parents' store is up and running right now, so I wouldn't be surprised if people are starting to get their act together. A quest. Let's pop in before she gets busy. But, all right. We might okay. have to drag what's left of Cedric in a matchbox there. <laughs> I shall lead the charge. You like? You stand up, and then you're like. <laughs> 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 yeah, Cedric, you can lead the charge, but maybe you shouldn't be doing any of the talking. <laughs> Good idea. If, if, if Cedric pukes on someone, is that like an acid blast? <laughs> <laughs> Do they take acid damage? You just point him and like punch him in the stomach. <laughs> Bad guy. Improvised weapon. I mean, remember, this is a, ma- a world of magic and fantasy and gazimtai, and you can you, you can pretty much try to do anything you want, and I will explain how to use the rules to do it. So. Excellent. You can do whatever you want. Now our improvised weapon is like a vomit. I'm imagining this is sort of like a uh, rum for Gaffer <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely getting that vibe. Yeah. <clears throat> Not like he hasn't had drinks before, but he's definitely uh, encountered a world of excitement and adventure. Yeah. Exactly. He had a rough day yesterday. He had no friends in that town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very traumatizing for him. Particularly finding the the priests at Moradin's temple are not as helpful as he would have wanted. It was kind of demoralizing for him. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, seeing that horrific fight that happened in the last episode. (laughs) And then being completely useless yesterday, you know, doing the thing that he actually wanted to do. Yeah. It was a rough day emotionally. He has lots of 
feelings that he's dealing with badly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One one might even call one might even call it character development. Life is hard. <laughs> Walking. All right. So uh, Kay, are you leading the way? I am. I'm assuming I got a good direction of where it is. Um, yeah, do you, um, so you're at number five right now, right? On your map? Yeah, so you know you're sort of walking down, like, the the little streetway that's there in between number five and number 33. Yes, I did make a map and number all of the buildings. (laughs) I have them all. There are at least 33 of them. There are more than that. There's 58? Yeah. And that's, I didn't label, like, I didn't delineate every building in the whole town, but those are, there are at least 58 important ones. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Remember when I told you that my, what my character's nose is like eight pages long? This building was not on that eight pages. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the the one that you're going to. The one that we're going to is not on the eight pages long book. All right. Um, so yeah, so you're passing by, let me see what all you're passing by. Um... So 33 is um, the barber, which I think you do know. I no. do know the barber, yeah. yeah. I mean, you do know the barber. So you pass by the barber, and you're passing by... Oops, that was the wrong number. Um, and you pass by... Um, 40 is the bakery, right? I don't think I know the bakery. Okay, so yeah, 40, 40 is a bakery, and... 31 is the, like, one of the clothing shops. There's so many numbers. Yes, um, I, I know that one. Yeah. Um, 42 is a shop that isn't especially, like, apparent what it does from the outside. Um, it's, it's sort of a weird, like, just, you know, it, like, it's in the market district, but you're like, what, what is this? Um, and uh, 36. Yeah, and thirty six. Um, I mean, you've been in there many times because that's Peter. Uh, that's Peter's shop, the yeah. bookshop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, right there next to Peter's shop, thirty nine. Um, you see, um, sort of a whimsical looking shop uh, with brightly painted shutters, flower boxes overflowing with blooms below the windows, and a woven welcome mat just outside the door, and that's. That's 39 is the last shop on this side before you hit the government district. Hold on. Oh, 39. I see it. Okay, perfect. All right. Uh, Gentlemen, ladies, and scholars, we have arrived. She gestures towards the door. Excellent. Cool. Uh, Fletcher... I can see if it is. It, can he open the door? Are they open? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's right. <clears throat> after um, breakfast time, and yeah. All right. Um. um yeah, Fletcher. Fletcher walks right into the store. Cool. Um. So your feet hit a second woven welcome mat just on the other side, inside the door. Um. To your right and left, gauzy curtains hang at the windows. The entire right hand side of the room <clears throat> is dominated by shelves containing glass vials and bottles and racks. Uh, the left-hand side of the room is similarly filled by shelves, uh, these containing a variety of large glass containers and boxes of various sizes. Immediately across the room from where you're standing is a wooden counter with a purple velvet cloth laid over it, and there are paintings of flowers hanging on the walls behind the counter, or on the wall behind the counter. Um, um, oops. Um, um, 
this well first of all i want to say you basically described just exactly this literal little apothecary shop that used to be in my neighborhood where i lived in baltimore <laughs> <laughs> literally you walked in it was a row this woman has like curtains and fabric on everything and bottles filled with stuff and then she has a solid wooden plate counter in the back behind where she has like all her scales and stuff oh, uh, I love it. She was just describing that and i was like oh my god <laughs> did, did any of us notice the name of this place when we walked in like was there a sign um, oh the there, there is a sign over the door um so it's called potions and notions That's cute. Aww. Aww. i love that um, and the sign, it, it, like, it has those words and kind of like nice script, and there are definitely like carved flowers that are painted, kind of like around the letters. <laughs> so Every character really cocks their head slightly at the sign. <laughs> Aww. 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 Uh, Even Lucanus. Lucanus just sort of stops below the sign. Cute shop. <laughs> <laughs> Is there is there someone at the counter? Um, not immediately when you enter. Okay. Is there a bell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ting, 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 ting. ting. Walks up to the counter. Knock on. Yeah, and as you're as you're crossing the room, um, someone does come out from sort of like you know the back area. Um, so you see sort of a medium height, you know, like five six ish uh, woman, um, very willowy with long blonde hair. That's a little disheveled um, and deep green eyes. Um, her age is a little difficult to tell. She looks like she could be like in her mid twenties ish. Um, and she says, "Oh, hello. How can I help you this morning?" Oh, good, good morning. We we are in search uh, of an apothecarist uh, named Elsa. Would that happen to be you? Yes. Hi. How can I help you? I'm I am Elsa. This is my shop. Hello. It's it, uh, it, it's Thank it's you. wonderful. It's very it's very homey and 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 very cute. I like it a lot. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad. Uh, we are in search, uh, we were directed to you in our search for uh, a particular herb that, uh, I, I believe is endemic to your continent. Um, and so we are unfamiliar with it, but it seems to have some kind of magical transportation or transformation powers. Um, and we're, we wanted to see what you might know about your your local uh, foraged herbs. Oh, well, I mean, yes, there are a lot of very um, interesting magical plants that are, are endemic, as you say, to Arda. And they're really fascinating, as I've been learning all of them over the years since I moved here. Um, I'm not sure if I know exactly what you're speaking of, though. Did you have a, a name or um, a more specific description or a specific use you were looking for? Um, I have a whole bunch of different things here in the store. Uh, well, I believe uh, this man here heard much more about the specific actions this herb can take. Um, so I, I believe he, he may know a little bit more. She sort of like, you know, almost bird-like kind of like peeks, you know, because you're oh, quite a bit taller than her, Lucana's like peeks up to kind of see under your hood. Hello, yes. Um, What, what was it you're looking for? Uh, we have a... Um... We have a, uh, uh, a friend by the name of uh, Carissa who. Um, oh. Know, 
The girl, the girl by the docks. Yeah. Yes. Um, are you, are you, you're trying to help her? She was, yeah, she asked me about, um, a way to, yes. So you're, you're looking for that. That's actually, that's actually excellent. I'm out of that particular herb. Um, but if, uh, I mean, you look like sort of a capable group. Um, she sort of, you know, looks over your weapons and stuff. Uh, and the blood that's like still on your <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming Cedric went to bed with the like dry oh, sure. blood on his shirt. His, still. his yeah. nicely pressed white shirt is no longer nicely pressed or white. <laughs> white. He just collapsed on the floor yeah. of your room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yes, you, you, all, you all seem like uh, a rather capable bunch. Um, if you were able to um, go out and find some of this herb, uh, you'd be able to um, bring some to her uh, to help her. And I'd also be more than willing to pay you for any extra you were able to forage um, so that I can use it in um, making potions and things here in the shop. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Gildaweed. Gildaweed. Oh, hmm. That sounds familiar. <laughs> I swear I only stole two things from Harry Potter. We're done now. <laughs> uh, what, 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 uh, Fred and George, what were they? Wesley? George and Fred Wellesley. <laughs> so uh, what what does this herb do exactly? Oh, well, uh, I use it in uh, potions, um, like a uh, potion of uh, water walking or a potion of water breathing, those sorts of things. Um, but for Carissa, if she were to eat it, I think uh, uh, I recommended it to her as something she might want to try in order to be um, be able to sort of uh, embrace part of her heritage and uh, return to her mother's people, which is what she said she was interested in doing. And, and her, who, would, who would these people be exactly? Uh, are you familiar with the idea of uh, merfolk? Yeah. Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> no. Okay, we'll, like... we'll explain it to you later. <laughs> okay. Can you describe uh, I mean, what does this herb look like? What? Where? How? Where does it grow? Uh, do we need to be looking in the forest or, or open spaces near the coast? Um, where would you best recommend? Oh, yes. So um, if you go into, uh, so uh, have you been sort of all around the city, uh, New Seychester? Um, so if you sort of go outside of the city walls um, on the southeastern corner of the city and you just sort of um walk along the beach there for a ways you'll get to a portion of the of the beach where um the water is very shallow and there's a sort of uh seagrass bed there um and uh, in the seagrass beds i think is a is a good place to find this gildaweed uh you'll know it's sort of a, a funny clumpy plant do you do you have any pictures of it in your books uh, I I don't. Um, it's it's endemic here. Uh, but um, yeah, I, you'll know it when you see it. It's very uh, odd and distinct, and it definitely stands out against the seagrass. So are these merfolk friendly? Uh, are they friendly? Um, I I don't know. I've never met a merfolk. Uh, I suppose it would be very exciting, wouldn't it? 
Oh, I'm just wondering if there's any legends or rumors or anything like that around here. Oh, well, I mean, as far as, like, legends and rumors go, uh, there, uh, there are merfolk um, that have been spotted in many oceans uh, around the world. Um, and uh, I suppose it really sort of depends on who's telling the story, whether they're good folk or bad folk. But, um, uh, yes, I mean... with all folk? Uh, yeah, that, that hasn't been my experience, yes. Okay, well, but, you know, never hurts to make friends. <laughs> Absolutely. Would, uh, would Elsa recognize Kay? Hmm? Would Elsa recognize Kay? Um, yeah, she's, I mean, she's probably seen you around before. I don't, I, she probably doesn't know who you are, just like, okay. you don't really know who she is, but yeah. I mean, yeah, every, like, everybody in town is probably, like, passing glance seeing each other, so, like, mm -hmm. yeah, you've probably seen her before, but you just didn't, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, do either maybe Ryan's character or my character know more about Merfolk than, than Rumor? Make an Arcana check? Sure, yeah, an Arcana check if you want to know more. <laughs> like a, 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 knowledge, a knowledge Arcana check? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's always the chance Fletcher's studied something about a variety of things. Um, <laughs> That's always but the problem with having a nerd it. character. Yeah. <laughs> um, please? Uh, 11 plus 5 modifier, so I got a 16. Okay. Um, 16. Yeah, so, sorry, my external hard drive is not playing nicely with my computer right now. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, you know... A, a little bit about merfolk. That's not a super uncommon thing to um, think about having heard of. So yeah, definitely, you know, half person, half fish um, live in the ocean um, in, you know, robust societies beneath the waves. They're capable of um, breathing water, but also capable of communicating in the air. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, you definitely, definitely heard of them before. <laughs> You read an article once on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I mean, it's not... It's, it's not some... Wizardopedia. It wouldn't be... It wouldn't be at all a surprise to find an entry on them in a bestiary or anything like that, so... You once you once read through a, uh, a relatively unhelpful review article for an undergrad <laughs> paper. I mean, which, which one of you got a... Or, yeah, what, what were the scores again? 16 for me and 15 for Ryan. Okay, yeah, Artemis, you might also, especially, you know, with a little bit of your background, um, you might also be familiar with the idea that, like, um, if one were to peruse a selection of tawdry romance novels, they would not be surprised to find one that features Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> they have tawdry romance novels in this universe? Of course they do. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Tawdry romance novels. In, in Critical Role, there's a character who, like, there's a character who based all of his knowledge gathering on reading Tawdry romance novels. That is definitely a thing in this universe. I want to read the Tawdry romance novels that happen in the D&D universe. Oh, they're good. They're so good. <laughs> Lots of uh, really fun interspecies intrigue. <laughs> do, we, do we know anything um, else about uh, the powers that merfolk have? Like, like something that they could, could that they do when they interact with other races, or good things or bad things that they can do? Let me consult my book, which wasn't opening before, and now it is. Hold on a sec. <laughs> Come on. Um. Yeah. 
This is a super appropriate song to have on right now. <laughs> Merfolk, on page something or other. Sorry, these books are giant. Um, <clears throat> there we go, 185. Uh, let's see, you were asking for like anything special that they can do? Yeah. Um, I mean, they're really good at swimming. Um, they're amphibious, so they can breathe water and air. Um, uh, although they don't usually come, <clears throat> like, they don't usually come all the way out of the water because, you know, like, mobility no legs. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, they are, um, they're usually considered to be sort of um, <clears throat> neither, neither especially good nor especially bad creatures. They just, you know, sort of live in their societies beneath the waves and do their own thing. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So it's not like a, not like if you're thinking of like a siren, you know, they're not um, uh, overtly evil and trying to, you know, drag sailors beneath the waves, that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Although you've definitely heard stories to the contrary, it might be more of an individual basis. Well, uh, thank you very much, Miss Elsa. Uh, we will hopefully return with this gildweed in hand. Yes, and uh, as I said, um, if if you have, uh, if you, you gather enough for Carissa, and you were interested in gathering any more, um, I would be happy to pay you uh, one gold piece per gildweed clump that you brought back, um, because I do need it for some of the potions I brew. How how much do we need? Uh, I I'm not sure because I've never tried this before, but I think she I think she might only need one. I think if she eats one, it, it should probably do what it's supposed to do. <clears throat> so, okay. All right. It's um, a very generous <laughs> offer. We, will, we shall see you soon. So, can, thank you. Can Lucanus do a little bit of window shopping real quick? Oh, sure. Do, yeah. they have, do they have any sort of healing or useful potions in the shop that might be helpful um, later on? She has, um, yeah, there are quite a few potions, um, on the racks and then, um, on the, on the other side in the shelves, there's, what is it? What does it say? unit in this universe. Yes. <laughs> one, Two one clubs. bunch, one, one individual plant unit. Um, <laughs> well, you, plant, you saw it in Harry Potter, right? It's just like a, <laughs> it's just like a, like a um, uh, yeah, so there's, there's definitely a few potions of varying colors, um, in the bottles and the racks on one side of the store. And there's a few, um, <clears throat> there's a few items on the shelves on the other side, like I said, um. <clears throat> there aren't like labels on anything necessarily, but Elsa sees you looking and says, "Oh, um, are you are you interested in um any of the items here for sale? I can certainly um help describe them to you if you're interested in buying something." Uh, he just sort of um, <laughs> uh, well, you know, we're probably gonna run into trouble at some point. It would be nice to know, um, you know what the what the healing potions cost. Oh, um, unfortunately, I don't, um, I don't specialize in healing potions. Um, most of the potions that I brew are a little more, um, sort of, uh, 
nature themed, I guess you could say. Uh, I do a lot of potions. Uh, let's see, there's there's some potions of endure elements and uh, uh, magic fang and bark skin and um, things like that. Uh, so I, I don't I don't have healing potions per se, but I do have a lot of um, those sort of potions that uh, can help protect you or make you better at certain skills, things like that. Okay, all right. Um, if I wanted to, if I wanted to get the healing potions somewhere on down the line, where would I go? Um, the other apothecary in town um, sells healing potions. What are they called? Uh, that's the Bubble and Fizz. Uh, yeah, Pops Pops makes healing potions. Okay. <laughs> You're laughing at my names for my stores. <laughs> you haven't even gotten to the best ones. All of her stores' names are gold. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love like, them so which far. Ones are, which one's your favorite, Nancy? Oh, I don't even know. Um, <laughs> we'll have to think about it. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll have to have a we'll have to have a a, a competition later. Y'all can vote on your favorite store name. <laughs> All right, um, Lucanus uh, uh, follows the rest of the group out of the store. <clears throat> I'm good watching uh, so, music again. Yeah. So we're gonna go collect some plants. That that can't be that difficult. Plant plant clumps. <laughs> Let's go find as many clumps as we can. Yes. So do they have plants grow everywhere? Do they have anything to carry the plants with? I have a backpack. <laughs> wow, someone's prepared. Yes. Yeah, I, I have a bag. Okay. Uh, do I have anything uh, so to carry this with? <laughs> so, uh, well, uh, Kay, are you familiar with this beach that you described? Am I familiar with this beach? <laughs> I mean, you haven't spent a whole lot of time uh, out there, as the locals call it. So, like, outside the walls of the city and, like, you know, out in the farm country or whatever. Like, you, you know the that the beaches exist and you may have been out there like, you know, a handful of times to, um, you know, swim and, and play in the sand and stuff. But that's, um, like basically the area where people do that is right on the other side of the, um, the city wall there on the Southern side. Um, so you haven't necessarily either that, or they go sort of on the, the Northwestern side, um, on the, on the outside of the city wall, kind of there where the river mouth and the ocean meet. Um, so yeah, right next to the wall on both of those points is where people normally recreate. Um, the, the place Elsa described is a little farther um, east of where you would be familiar with the beach being. <clears throat> I could definitely get a close and just, we just follow the beach after that, I guess. I mean, I haven't really been out there. I don't think anyone's really ever out there. But yeah, that makes sense. But, I mean, if you get us to the beach, yeah, we can, we can just keep walking, I suppose. Until one of us trips on this slimy gunk in the shallow water. Perfect. <laughs> Sounds like a lovely morning stroll. <laughs> I find the sea air very bracing. It sounds, it sounds like you're sobering up, so that's great. <laughs> no, it's not great because he's going to start preaching. <laughs> Rest assured. Well, uh, lead on. Cedric did plenty of preaching last night after getting drunk to all of the <laughs> tavern visitors. Nice. Can we just have like one podcast episode where it's just like uh, uh, Cedric just drunkenly preaching? Oh my goodness. <laughs> 
Yes. Hey. People, if the people want it, I will supply. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> All right. We're uh, following K. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, you're able to, uh, you guys didn't want to do anything else. You're just heading through. Oh, I love the dancing cat. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so if you're not doing anything else in the city, you can basically make your way down um, from the market district, sort of, you know, in that that spot that um, the main road that sort of goes between the warehousing district and the, and the middle class housing area and then sort of, you know, take that main road that goes east. Was that an O? Can can Lucanus like run back to the hotel room, just sort of dump everything but his weapons, and then he yeah, might need sure, that yeah. backpack to yeah. So okay. yeah, Lucanus just sprints back to the hotel room, dumps everything out except for the weapons, you know, stows them in his little cloak, and then runs back to the group. Okay, so you you left all of your other belongings, your money, everything behind. Uh, not the money. He's keeping not very <laughs> yeah, and definitely not his passport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So All right. I don't want to. I don't want to okay. list everything that I have in my pack, no, like the sleeping implements, fine. the weapons, the money, mm-hmm. basically everything that basically he emptied out his backpack so that mm-hmm. he can carry as much of this stuff as possible. That is more than okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you guys sort of head down through the town and uh, sort of go south first, and then go east and make it um, out of the wall of the city and make it to that the part of the beach where people normally recreate. There aren't necessarily people there today because it's still early in the spring. So the ocean water is probably a little cold. Um, but yeah, you're too, the part of the beach that you're familiar with. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we are. But the rest of the beach is, is beach. that way. <laughs> it's, it's a beach. Yep. It keeps going. So I guess we'll yep. walk on it. Everyone. Keep an eye. Everyone keep their eyes open for uh, mysterious green grass out in the water, somewhere mm-hmm. that we can access. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so you start walking along. Can I have everybody make a perception check for me? <clears throat> I got it. <laughs> you got a what? What? What is Cedric? Cedric got a twelve. 12, okay. Yeah. I got 15, and then I have a three bonus on that, so um, that should be 18. Nice. 11. Mm-hmm. I got a one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have a question. You have a question. Maybe I've been doing this wrong. So when you roll, do you do you add the modifier or, like, the myth modifier, or do you add the skill modifier? So, basically, the, the box where it's, a, like, the, the column that's all boxes where it says skill modifier, that is your ability modifier plus the ranks that you put into the skill. So, you add okay. that total to your roll. Okay. I've been adding the wrong number this whole time. Oh, no. Yeah, so perception is whatever the number of ranks that you put into perception is, plus Mm -hmm. your wisdom modifier, plus the roll. Yeah. I see. All right. Um, And then I have, like, a myth modifier. Oh, it's probably from, like, the... Oh, I see. I see. Oh, do you... You probably have a myth modifier for perception because of... Yeah. Yeah. Because of stuff and stuff. Hold on. Because of stuff and stuff. 
So yes, it, it, basically you add everything in that row, and what winds up in that box is what you I, add to your roll. My tweet doesn't have boxes, which oh, is wow. confusing. Okay. Wait. All right. So hold on. It hey, should be. It should be wisdom plus ranks plus misc. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I don't think you have a misc, so. Uh, I do actually on perception. Do? Yeah, because elf. Oh, so, right. So. Thank Actually, you. it was the uh, plus one that I neglected to add. So, and I've been doing this wrong this entire time as well. But um, okay, you're learning. Yeah, I uh, uh, I should actually have a four on that instead of a three. Mm -hmm. So I got fifteen. So that's nineteen. Okay, My so sucks. I got a ten. So nineteen. What what else was high? Ar Artemis got a one. Okay, so yeah, so so Artemis is like, ew, we're outside in like nature. So she's like, she's that like, doesn't walking. make any sense for my character. <laughs> well, I mean, you spend a lot of time in like urban areas. I didn't Fair think enough. you were an especially naturey person. You're you're walking through the sand, like looking at stuff. Um, maybe some shells catch your eye, but uh, Lucanus, after you guys walk for quite a ways, like you know, you you can definitely still see the city walls in the distance you're not that far away but like you've walked a ways um you see that there is this sort of um very expansive shallowy area um to your right out there in the ocean with what looks like seagrass is sort of waving back and forth and if you look carefully um you do actually spot a, a sea turtle sort of cruising around oh, on the surface of the water, grazing in the, grazing in the seagrass bed, like they do in real life. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So is that seagrass what we're looking for? Um, that seems to be the sort of uh, area that Elsa described to you, yes. Okay. Uh, so did only Lucanus spotted the, 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 the spot that we need to look? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so oh. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. Um, Lucanus, no, 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 no. I had nothing. Lucanus points over to the to the seagrass and be and is like, "Hey guys, look over there. Is this what we're looking for?" All right, so now that everyone. he's pointing, you all can see this. Yeah, right. you can see this sort of expansive, shallow area. Are we sure that I can see it? <laughs> <laughs> You're like facing the other way. You're like, it's the ocean. <laughs> uh, well, it, it it certainly looks like the kind of habitat she described for this for this plant. Um, Fletcher starts like he's wearing that long traveling cloak, and he starts like hitching each side up and like tying it around higher on his legs so he can start like walking into the water. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, anybody else? Yeah. Same. Same. Uh, yeah. Lucanus. Um, Lucanus. I'll be uh, right back. I'm going to stop the dog from barking. Oh. Okay. You know, I don't know what Lucanus would do in this situation. This is one of those things I haven't considered. <laughs> so, Lucanus. Um, uh, uh, Lucanus removes his. Um, Lucanus removes his uh, uh, cloak and um, uh, puts it on the puts it on the beach, um, which uh, uh, reveals the great sword that's in the sling on his back, and um, 
uh, as if we haven't seen you cut someone in half. <laughs> yeah. Um, and secret sword. Um, puts his uh, uh, um, um, puts his uh, uh, armor on and um, uh, heads out into the. So that armor is waterproof, right? What are you wearing? The the leather armor. I mean, water, waterproof is kind of a, you know... Like, water will get in and like, under it. Like, oh. Yeah, like, it's... I mean, it's not going to be destroyed by being in water. Um, for, like... It, this is this is very shallow. Like, for all of you, like... Sorry to use this term, but, like, normal-sized people. That's <laughs> a terrible way of saying that, but you know what I mean. It's like... It's everyone like, but Cedric. <laughs> everyone but Cedric, yes. Um, it's, like, it's like knee height... Um, but for Cedric, it's a little closer to waist well, height. I always, um, so yeah, like most of your armor is not going to get in the water. Well, I just sort of always imagine the leather armor is sort of like one piece with all of the bottom, like completely being like one piece and then it being fastened towards the top. Well, it's like, it's not like a bodysuit. Like when you think about leather armor, it's usually like, you know, some sort of like something that you attach, you know, like, like a, a vest or a jacket over your top and then maybe like some pieces that you strap on your legs. So it's not like a, it's not like a jumpsuit. Oh, oh, okay. I thought it was a, the thing I was looking at in the D&D compendium made it look like a jumpsuit. I mean, you can wear whatever you want, honestly, but yeah, like it's, it, it can be in multiple pieces. Like, oh, you don't okay. Have to... Okay. Well, he just yeah, lays it. I was trying to wear Scarlet or um, uh, Black Widow armor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like a, a spandex thing that, like, it doesn't yeah. protect you. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, see, the, the thing <laughs> is. Like, and I, I sort of mentioned this during the practice session when I, like, jokingly called Lucanus Leather Daddy when he put the armor on, but I, the the thing yeah. that, like, the thing that I saw in the D&D compendium reminded me a lot of BDS, reminded me so much of, like, BDSM <laughs> gear, so I just can't help but picture leather armor as that. I don't know if that's, like, the real thing it was historically, but, I mean, yeah. everybody's got their own... Uh, style, but yeah, a lot of it was like yeah. a you know a jerkin and some things to put on he's, your legs. So. He's yeah. just very reluctant to leave <laughs> his weapons and his armor behind because it's sort of like a security blanket for him. So he just very <laughs> hesitantly like leaves the armor on the beach and is obviously not happy about it and very nervous about it. Okay, so you're not wearing your armor. Not wearing the armor. Okay. Um, any, so, okay, so so Fletcher has rolled his sort of like robe and traveling clothes up a little bit and is walking into the water. Lucanus took off his cloak and his armor and is leaving those things on the beach and is walking into the water. What about the rest of you? Kay has her, what, Ganoush pants on with like, with the leather armor over it. Mm-hmm. Um, she just has like the hip leathery bits, I guess. They're her, Ganoush, or special fancy skirt pants, whatever they're called. Gaucho. <laughs> As Rebecca said, they're still gaucho pants. <laughs> Joe can't remember Casper's name, and I can't remember what my pants are called. See, I can. I, I own can. a pair in real life and everything. Or right, anyway, See, um, they have I, a tie at the bottom. I have the opposite problem. I can't remember Casper's name, but I can remember mm-hmm. like the leather armor. Yeah, that's alright. And also follow suit into the okay water. Anybody else? 
Cedric is not going to go into the water, but it's going to. Sorry, I cut you off, Rebecca. You're good. Go it's, for it. It's gonna, it's gonna like start like trying to like sponge bath in the surf, like <laughs> off his his shirt and face, and like mm-hmm. he's he's kind of catching up on his daily. Kay notices and then makes a point to splash him. <laughs> and You're gonna get it all rusty. <laughs> <laughs> and Artemis. Artemis looks around furtively and then uh, somewhat stealthily removes two daggers attached to her ankles and puts them in her backpack <laughs> and then goes into the water. Okay. <laughs> um so you all um, Whoops. are wet. <laughs> you all are wet. We all have nightly dampened ankles. That is true. All right. Oh, crap. What am I doing? Okay. Um, sorry. I'm trying to move you guys to the right map. Ta-da! 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 Wait. Oh, no. You're not a new map. Wait. Did you? Uh-oh. There it is. Oh, there ah, we go. Now we are on a new map. Yay. Yes. yes. Okay. Oh, so you're on a new map. No, I have a turtle. Oh. There are turtles in the seagrass bed because that's where turtles graze in real life. And seagrass beds are super important for sea turtles and also for like carbon sequestration and stuff. But we can get into that later. Yeah. Um, because just as you guys are stepping into the water, you see two figures appear. And they seem to be... Um, uh, there's... Oh my goodness, what am I doing? Um, there's one here and in the plants and one right here and they are armed. And so, yes, they are armed. And so we will start next session with everyone rolling initiative. Aww. Yeah. Aww. Yes, yes. Wahaha. All right. <laughs> so we'll leave it on a little bit of a cliffhanger and we'll start with yep. combat uh, right at the beginning of session three, which is very exciting. Um, so session three will be on the first Saturday of July, which is, I don't remember the date right now off the top of my, the 6th, July 6th. So when you're done fireworking and barbecuing and lawn dart throwing or cornhole playing or whatever it is you're doing for the 4th of July, or maybe you're not celebrating the 4th of July because you're one of our podcast listeners in Canada. Thank you for listening to our podcast in Canada. I also um, celebrate the 4th of July in Ecuador. Right, that too. Um, yes, yeah, so, so if you are one of one of those people, you can just listen to us on July 6th or watch us on July 6th because you can. Um, but yeah, so we'll be back on July 6th and we'll start that episode off with some seagrass bed combat before the players get to yep. uh, gathering Gildaweed and um, uh, you know, continuing on with their quest. So uh, yeah, great job, guys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We made it to the water. <laughs> made it to the water. <laughs> you talked to the girl. You found the apothecary. You made it to the water. Found some creatures. It's all good. Um, no, some really nobody nice... pet the sea turtles. It's very no, important. Don't pet the sea turtles. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of like exciting combat stuff today, but there was some really great role playing from a bunch of people. So yeah. thank you for all of that. You guys did great. And great um, character development from uh, uh, 
Artemis, well, from everyone, actually. Yeah. So. Yep. No, I really like how this party is shaping up. And yeah, actually, before we even roll combat next time, we could start by talking about seagrass beds and sea turtles and stuff. So that'll yeah. be a fun, yeah. fun tidbit of science to start the episode off, since that's kind of the point of this thing. Yeah, we, um, um, <laughs> we definitely yeah, got too into the game and like forgot to talk about science, because I was sitting Aww. there thinking like, oh, we should talk about like medicinal plants. And then I was just too into it to really say anything so i'm sure i mean that is totally okay i'm i'm very excited that you're so into the game but yeah we can talk about medicinal plants and um you know foraging for things versus like using the products of conventional agriculture and we can talk about seagrass we got all kinds of that's why i brought up like endemism and like like, what habitat are we looking for these things in so we know where to go like yeah so we definitely a lot we can talk about it Okay, we can pepper a whole bunch of those in next week. So yeah. maybe, um, uh, yeah, the July the July sixth episode, episode three, will be chock full of science. So definitely, <laughs> definitely come come listen or watch to that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything anybody wants to plug, share, whatever before we get out of here? Stay um, neuter your pets, everyone. Yes, yeah. that. Cats and indoors. Keep your cats indoors. Thank you. Yes. Keep your cats indoors. See, she's inside. Right? Looking out the yeah, window, yeah. which is the best TV. And, and she stays inside. There is, there is a hilarious meme I saw that was like, is your cat a leopard? Oh, it's not? Then it's an indoor cat. <laughs> <laughs> I love that That's so much. <laughs> How many black cats do we have between the like within this entire group? That's a great question. I think it's like all black cats. Well, mine, yeah. is, mine is black and white, so which by the way, like, are we like talking cat? like 50 50? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you get a, you get a half, yeah. one, one. Uh, I guess I'm like 2.99. <laughs> <laughs> Because Cricket's got white toes. By the way, it's really awesome that you guys have all adopted black cats because those are the ones, like, people think they're bad luck. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, uh, they're, like, the least frequently adopted. So kudos to you guys. You guys are... It's certainly still statistically less adopted and still, like, adopted when people do, like, terrible things on Halloween and stuff. That's true. Yeah, yeah it's like, like getting bunnies and chicks. Like, I, I specifically go and look for black cats to adopt. Oh, yeah. 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 And same for me, and my, my dog is a big black dog, and they're less adoptable, too. But mm. my cat is also polydactyl, which is weird. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So I've also hmm. heard that like it's partially too because black animals just don't photograph as well. Like and it's no, like it's hard yeah. to take pictures of cats because they oh, like yeah. are just kind of a smush of black. Does that mean that Pinterest culture is is like endangering dark colored animals? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> every every time I post a picture of Mina on social media anywhere. Every- I get so many responses that are always like, oh, you own a void as well. Like, there's <laughs> a black hole with eyes. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool look, but you Nothing. only get that one, yep. one, one photo. <laughs> yeah. One, one note here, um, because, like, spayed and neutered pets definitely is not really into the in the culture, and especially in some of the more rural areas here in Ecuador. Um, I've seen dogs, not just cats, but dogs eat some really weird things. There was a dog on the beach with an iguana in its mouth. Hmm. And there was a stray dog eating a sea turtle flipper. Oh, <laughs> great. So, yeah, that's yeah. So, yeah, two levels. 
Yeah. Yeah. Neuter your pets, keep your cats inside, check keep out Ask an Entomologist. Don't leave your dogs in cars, especially like in this area. It's not just a problem with like them passing out in the heat, but they also get stolen to be used as bait dogs here. It's really Aww. bad. Aww. Yeah, the people at the the like the dog training facility we go to were really graphic about it. I was like, oh my god, I don't need that much detail about what that, they do to bait dogs. Thank you. That is horrifying. Wow. I got oh it. Yeah, I knew that was a thing. I didn't know like Ooh. stealing stealing dogs. Yeah, so yeah, they'll steal them yeah. out of your cars. There's, this, I mean, this area it's particularly bad. They'll steal them out of cars. They'll steal them out of people's backyards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, do all of those things. Be nice to animals. Be smart about your animals. Yep. And Ch- check out Ask an Entomologist. Check out us on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram. Nope, not Instagram yet, but Twitter. Um, <laughs> and, Some of us on Instagram. Everywhere, everywhere you get podcasts. Yeah. As and well. I, and yes, yeah. and everywhere follow you can get Follow me on Instagram now. before Nancy does. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I followed you already. <laughs> um, and yeah, catch us um, next week on the YouTube channel will be our second nature chat. So please come watch that. The first one was with Nancy. So if you haven't seen that yet, it's pretty cool. Um, she talks a lot about Ecuador and it's awesome. Um, so yeah, na- next Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern, the nature chat episode will go live. And then on July 6th, at 7 p.m. Eastern. We will be back here on Twitch, YouTube, Periscope, whatever, doing the thing, talking about sea turtles and endemic plants and medicinal plants and having combat and all of the things. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Far more science-based than it was this week. One last piece of advice. Do not run into a brothel with your swords out. (laughs) No.